City FC is on the air. Cameron Lancaster puts it away for the boys in purple. Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Wilson Harris was unmarked at the back post and he touched the ball into an open net and Louisville City has struck back. Now live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It may be just late July, but Louisville City's season feels like it's at a tipping point this evening. While still in fifth place in the Eastern Conference and nine points clear of playoff safety, the circumstances around tonight's game feel more dire than that. Lou City is in the midst of a relatively dreadful run by their standards. Coming off of two consecutive losses, one to nothing at home last week versus Pittsburgh, and two to nothing on Wednesday night at Detroit. In USL Championship play, Lou City has just two wins since the month of May, and they've scored just once in the month of July and five times since the month of May. They are still second from the bottom in the league in goals scored over the course of this season. Tonight they face a veteran, stable, and talented team in the Birmingham Legion, which will present a challenge, but it might also present an opportunity. Birmingham has the fifth leakiest defense in the league, conceding 30 goals so far this year. With plenty of time left in the season to right the ship, will the boys in purple finally do it tonight, or will Louisville City's faithful be left scratching their heads once again? It's Louisville City against the Birmingham Legion, For the first time this season, live from Lynn Family Stadium tonight on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. I'm Jeff Milby. Casey Whitfield is alongside, and Spencer Brown is our producer back in the studios. Wednesday night felt something like the doldrums for Louisville City up in Detroit. A dismal performance saw Detroit, the lowest-scoring team in the league, put two goals past a usually staunch Louisville City defense. And that losing result left Louisville City's head coach, Danny Cruz, saying things like this after the game. The only way out of this is together. There's, there's no question. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's wounded at the moment. Um, but we have to make sure we do a good job of, of getting out of it. Um, we need to put it together. And we need to make sure that uh, we continue to do our best to build the players up. They're hurting right now. You know, they understand this isn't the expectation here. I certainly understand that. Uh, nobody's walking around in that locker room smiling over the last three weeks. I can guarantee you that. And, and, and ultimately, it's up to, to myself and the staff to make sure that we're uh, preparing the group as best as we can and then making sure the players execute on the field. And we're in it together. You know, there's no silos. There's no uh, separation. It's, it's, uh, it's a collective issue right now. We need to make sure that uh, this weekend we, we turn it around. So Danny Cruz saying what it sounds like anyway, what he's saying, Casey, is that this is a pretty down Louisville City team. They know the expectations on them. They know what this club, the standards of the club are. And frankly, they've not met them over the last couple of months. And Wednesday night's performance against Detroit kind of felt like a crescendo of that moment where they come out flat, give up a goal in the opening five minutes, and a team that had scored just 13 times all year put two past them, and Louisville City loses on the road. What, what did you make of that result on Wednesday night at Detroit City? I mean, it was a it was a tough result, one that you don't really want to look back on and remember because 
both, I mean, in my opinion, both goals were defensive errors and really don't reflect how we've played defensively throughout this season. So that was pretty upsetting to give away two goals the way that we did. And then to have numerous opportunities and still just not be able to find the back of the net, I, I think Danny Cruz said it best when he said that they're wounded right now because they, they really are. This team, they're full of players. It's full of players that were here last season. It's full of players that have been here for numerous seasons. They know the expectations. They know where this team typically is in this point of the season. They know the standards are high. They, they know all of that. And so to be performing the way that they are, uh, that's going to weigh heavy on their minds. So now it's just trying to figure out how do we push past this? How do we push past losing to a team that was well below us in the standings, losing to teams that we are expected to beat, finding the back of the net. How do we start answering those questions? And it's really going to take a collective team effort to come together and just push past this. But it's it's tough. It also hurts as far as the perception of the results of this season goes. It also hurts that four of their six losses in league play have been here at home. And then I know they don't count for anything, but you throw in the two international friendlies. Both were losses for Louisville City at home. And there have been a ton of times by Louisville City standards that the fans have shown up to Lynn Family Stadium and gone home a bit frustrated. But everything, all the frustration seems to revolve around the offensive end of the field. This team is still a really good team defensively, second overall in the league in terms of shutouts this year with nine. Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper, has been one of the standouts on this team. And the back line with Wes Sharpie and Sean Tosh as the primary defenders, the center backs, has been solid as always. So naturally, from a night-to-night, game-to-game basis, Louisville City fans look at the starting lineup and look to that center forward position and look to that attacking end of things and try and figure out who's going to be the answer, who's going to be the person to come into the game and make a difference and score some goals. And tonight, the opportunity falls on the shoulders and into the arms and into the hands of Martin Powells, the six foot seven Dutchman who signed earlier in the season. He is going to get his opportunity tonight. He was chosen by Danny Cruz over Cameron Lancaster with Wilson Harris, the other center forward, still out with an injury. Not expected to be a long-term injury, but he's still out injured nonetheless. Tonight, a big challenge to Martin Powell's, but also a huge opportunity. If he can come into the game, score a goal or two, create some chances for his team, he could win the starting job right now. That's how dismal the, the offensive performances have been. But the counter to that, it presents an opportunity to a guy like Powell's tonight. When I don't think we've seen the true Powell's. I mean, yes, we've seen him play. Yes, he's come into games. But I really don't think we've seen who he is as a player and who he is as a forward. And I'm not sure if it's, you know, a lack of opportunity or what it is. I really think he just hasn't adjusted to being in the U.S., playing U.S.-style soccer. That takes time. It takes time to have all those different changes. And so it's just kind of been building to his moment. And tonight is the perfect opportunity. I want to see him be a target for the players up top. Use his height. Use his skill level. We've seen him with the ball on his feet. He's very talented. Use his speed getting in behind. I think he's got a great opportunity. He has so much potential. It's just, is he going to be able to perform? And so far, there haven't been many players that have stepped up, but this is his moment, and it, if it were to happen any time, now's the time. Powell's so far this season, it'll be his second start in a league game, his eighth appearance on the year. He has yet to score. 
So again, the opportunity there for Martin Powell starting as the center forward. All uh, We'll give you the entire starting lineups for tonight's game a few minutes just before kickoff, which is set for a few minutes past 8 o'clock. We're going to continue to get you set for it. On the other side of the break, we will talk about tonight's opponent for Louisville City, Birmingham Legion. They are a veteran, talented team that is a little bit lower in the standings than you might expect and certainly a little bit lower in the standings than their talent would lead you to expect. So we'll chat about them when we return. Louisville City against the Birmingham Legion tonight. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. A lot of things are better when they're fast. Medicine that's fast acting. I feel better already. Internet that's lightning fast. (laughs) Food you can cook fast. Popcorn's done. But one thing that's not better when it's fast is driving. Because driving too fast endangers your life and the lives of others. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. The summer weather has probably taken a toll on your roof, and you may not even be aware. So take a look at your roof, and if you have any kind of damage, call Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. They'll work with your insurance company and go to bat for you if they have to so you can get the coverage you deserve. Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal replaced my roof four years ago, and they did great work and timely work. And that's what Carlin has done since 1984. 458-9898 458-9898 or online at carlinroofs.com. That's C-A-R-L-O-N roofs.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft, proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium, where it is an absolutely gorgeous summer night, by the way. 85 degrees, current conditions, just a couple of puffy clouds overhead. Very little chance of precipitation. Back-to-back beautiful nights of soccer here at Len Family Stadium after racing Louisville was in action last night with a 2-0 win for them over the Chicago Red Stars in the NWSL Challenge Cup. Louisville City tonight taking on the Birmingham Legion, a team that comes into the weekend in sixth place in the Eastern Conference. They're three points back of the team just ahead of them. That's Louisville City with 26 points on the season, a record of 8-8-2, but they are playing among their best soccer of the season right now. One loss in their last five games, three wins in those last five games, including their most recent outing 
a week ago at home, a one to nothing victory over the Tampa Bay Rowdies. This is a team, unlike many in the USL, that has not had a lot of turnover from season to season. They have 12 returners from last season's team, and they return the same starting lineup as well from that one to nothing win over the Tampa Bay Rowdies last week. That lineup includes names like Enzo Martinez, who has scored a ton of goals over the course of his career, and a ton of them with the Birmingham Legion. He leads them in scoring this year with eight goals. Tyler Pasher, who's been up and down from Major League Soccer and down to the USL. We remember him with the Indy 11 a few years ago. He spent the last two seasons with the Houston Dynamo. He is in the lineup as well. It is a very dangerous team, to say the least. We will continue to preview tonight's game when we come back. The National Anthem underway at Lynn Family Stadium. The crowd filing in on, again, a picture-perfect, beautiful evening for some USL Championship soccer. More to come on the other side of the break. It's ESPN 680-1057. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Fans, when Louisville City wins, you win. This season, Lou City has partnered with Wendy's to give you a free small Frosty. If the boys in purple win, no purchase necessary. The offer is valid the day following a Louisville City victory. You can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem. In order to get your free small Frosty tomorrow, Louisville City is going to have to defeat the Birmingham Legion tonight. And Casey, as I was just saying before we went to break, This is a veteran team with a lot of talented players, a lot of names that if you've been watching Louisville City soccer and have been a fan of the USL over the last several years, names that you will know well, players that have performed at high levels and scored lots of goals in their careers, a veteran goalkeeper as well, and Matt Van Okel. This is a team that despite their 
standing lower than Louisville City in the table. They've got a ton of talent, and it feels like, like I mentioned, with three wins in their last five, that they're starting to get things turning in the right direction. Yeah, they're, they're a very good team, and it's going to be a tough match today. Offensively, they are so talented. They have so many go-to players that it's really going to be a tough test for Blue City's defense because Birmingham is very dynamic offensively. They like to push forward. They like to push forward fast. And like you said, they're starting to click. They're starting to put the pieces together. So it's really going to be a tough matchup, but a fun game, I think, to watch. I think it's going to be a really fun back-and-forth game tonight. One of the other names to watch tonight for the Birmingham Legion, Juan Agudelo. U.S. Men's National Team fans will remember him. 28 cap caps with the U.S. He scored three times, including against South Africa in 2010 and against Argentina in 2011. Also had a long career in Major League Soccer with the New England Revolution, the New York Red Bulls, with Inter Miami and Minnesota United. Scored 48 career goals across his time in MLS. He's in his second season with the Birmingham Legion. Just a few minutes to go before kickoff. Casey Whitfield. She's got tonight's keys to the game. So tonight, Lucity has to be creative offensively. We have to be more creative when we get into the final third. This includes the runs that we are making off the ball as well as not being so predictable with our passes. This will also help our confidence, and the movement off the ball will create more open looks on goal for better scoring opportunities. Next, organize defensively. Like I said, Birmingham Legion is a very solid attacking team. They attack quickly with numbers. They are dynamic in their movement. So we have to make sure that we're organized in our defensive shapes. We make it difficult for them to break us down and to play through the middle of the field. And then finally, we have to leave it all on the field. It's been a long spell of games for us, and we're finally at the end of it. This is our moment to end this on a high and come away with a win at home, but it's going to be a battle. We have to be willing to leave everything on the field tonight and be prepared to do whatever it takes to get those three points. Starting lineups and kickoff are next. Louisville City against the Birmingham Legion here on ESPN Louisville. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. We are in the thick of summer, and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH Company, 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18-month special financing and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH, 968-6222, or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. 
Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions, from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by Breeze Airways. Louisville City FC coming in with a record of 8-6-5, and five, 29 points. That's good for fifth in the Eastern Conference. Oliver Zimla, the rookie, starts once again in goal tonight. The back four in front of him, Amadou Dia on the left, Wes Sharpie and the captain tonight, Sean Tosh down the middle, and Manny Perez as the right back. In the midfield, Tyler Gibson and Dylan Maris are joined by Mr. Lou City, who tonight makes his 200th USL championship appearance for the boys in purple, the only man to never leave the team, an inaugural member, a starter on opening day in 2015, that's Niall McCabe. And then the attacking options tonight for Louisville City will be Brian Obi down the left, Ray Serrano down the right, and as we mentioned in the pregame, Martin Powell's down the middle for Danny Cruz in his third season as head coach of Louisville City. Birmingham Legion on the other side, no changes from their lineup from last week's game in which they won one to nothing over the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Matt Van Okel, the veteran goalkeeper at 36 years of age, is the starter in goal. The back four in front of him, Gabriel Alves, a rookie, joined by Fonwell Cavita and Alex Cronule, the two center backs, and Colin Smith. Aloni from FC Dallas is the right back as we are underway. The referee blowing his whistle, and Birmingham with the opening kickoff. It'll be Anderson Asiedu, Matthew Corcoran, Enzo Martinez, and Tyler Pasher joined by Prosper Kasim in the midfield. And Juan Agudelo is the number nine tonight for Birmingham. They are moving from right to left. Tonight's visitors wearing all red, red shirts, shorts, and socks with white numerals and trim. And Louisville City wearing all purple at home. A couple of bright uniforms to watch tonight. Louisville City moving from left to right, attacking the Estopinal in goal and defending the waterfront in goal. Tonight's referee, Abdu Njai. The man in the middle wearing green tonight in control of tonight's game. Ball out for a Louisville City throw after 45 seconds. It's on the near side, the right in there, attacking half. McCabe takes it. Now Manny Perez at the midfield stripe, and he goes backward to Sean Tosh along the Louisville City back line. Tosh into the center circle, sending it to Sharpie. Sharpie back on his right foot to Tosh as they just inch forward here, Louisville City. Into the attacking half by a few yards is Tosh once again. All 11 players behind the ball right now for Birmingham. Sharpie and now the left back, Amadou Dia on the far side at the midfield stripe. In the middle of the field, Sharpie once again. Louisville knocking the ball around the back line. Now Sharpie picks up his head. A long ball down the right side. Manny Perez chests it down outside of the box. The defender there for Birmingham, though, clears it away from... Perez, it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right in the attacking final third. Perez into McCabe, trying to send it back to McCabe. Asiadu, though, steps in for Birmingham. He will let it roll to the in line, then try and clear it. It's blocked by Ray Serrano. It's going to go out for a Louisville throw on the near side, the right once again. Good job there defensively by Louisville City to keep the ball in this end. Well, I think one thing I've noticed is teams are sitting back in their defensive shape when Lou City is going forward, and that's definitely something that they've noticed from the scouting report because Louisville City has struggled offensively being able to get things going. So teams are sitting back, sitting in, and forcing Louisville City to have to beat them offensively. Martinez and Pasher tried to combine really quickly in the middle for Birmingham, but it was cut out by Louisville City. 
Here they come, the boys in purple with Sharpie on the far side as Dia in the attacking half, trying to play it down that far sideline for Ryan Ownby, who's making a run in front, but it's knocked out by a Birmingham player for a Louisville throw on the far side of the left in the attacking half. Inside left is Sharpie near midfield. Wide left, Dia once again. Inside left dropping deep this time is Ownby. He touches it back to Sharpie once again, and Louisville still just patiently working around the outside of the Birmingham formation. Tosh to the near side to Perez dribbling infield. Still he goes all the way into the center of the field. Still Manny Perez and finally knocked off of his feet by a Birmingham defender. Asiadu trying to bring it down for Birmingham and he's fouled. Dylan Maris called for a foul there against Asiadu and it'll give Birmingham a free kick in the defensive half of their field. About 10 yards out of their box on the inside left. Dylan Maris down on the ground a little bit shaken up after that play. Yeah, I didn't really see the foul on Maris, but I saw Maris get hit in the face there uh, during that play. I don't think it was too much of a foul. I think one that you kind of just let play on. Uh, luckily, he's back on his feet again. Probably just cut, took a finger to the eye or something like that, which always doesn't feel good. The captain tonight for Birmingham, Fonwell Cavita. 30 years old out of the Congo in his ninth season as a pro. He'll stand over this free kick, which again is in the defensive half just outside of the box. It goes backward to Matt Van Okel, the goalkeeper. He's going to send it long into the attacking half on the left side. Looking for Juan Agadello. Posted up against Manny Perez. He does well. Agadello bring it down. Drops it off backward to Alves. Alves trying to clip it into the middle of the field. It's cut out by Tyler Gibson. Plays it back to Sean Tosh under pressure from Enzo Martinez. And Tosh gets the pass away backward to Oliver Zimla and Louisville City takes over. Along the back line now is Sharpie in the middle of the field with Pasher in his face trying to play it in the air to the near sideline toward Manny Perez in the attacking half but that pass was off target. It's out for a Birmingham throw on the near side their left in their defensive half. I still think there needs to be a little bit more movement offensively, especially because they're having to work around the back so much that it's just allowing Birmingham just to shift side to side in their shape. They're not having to do a whole lot of tracking players, making runs. So I feel like if they're working it across the back line, then the front players have to be making runs, and that's then going to cause a little bit more confusion within the defensive shape of Birmingham. Birmingham's throw goes all the way across the field from left to right. Colin Smith, the right back, a youngster, 19 years old, on loan from FC Dallas. He's made a couple of appearances in MLS this year. He headed on the far side. Birmingham tried to switch fields with a long diagonal, cut out, though, by Louisville City. And Tosh is on the ball along the back line for the boys in purple. From right to left, he goes to Sharpie, the left center back. Now back from left to right to Tosh, the right center back, on the inside right in the defensive half here, inching the ball forward. Enzo Martinez up with a little bit of pressure. Kasim pressure uh, against Sharpie, plays it forward to McCabe. McCabe dribbling backwards as he's chased by Corcoran. Back it goes to Sharpie, now all the way back to Zimla, standing out of his box in the middle of the field, just past the D of his penalty area. Rolls it to Tosh, back to Zimla along the back line. Patient stuff from Loose City so far, Casey, but Birmingham very organized, it seems. Well, Birmingham doesn't have to do a whole lot. Like I said, they're just sitting in their shape, and because the front players for Loose City aren't moving that much off the ball, it's very easy for Birmingham just to sit there and wait for Louisville City to make the mistake like they do there, overplaying it too long. So that's why there has to be a little bit more movement, and that's going to make it more difficult on Birmingham, but if Louisville City is just going to kind of stand still offensively, it's going to be a pretty easy night for Birmingham. You mentioned overplayed. Sharpie went long for Ombi. It was well out in front of Ombi and goes behind for a Birmingham goal kick. They send that goal kick long. Tosh up ahead to win a header. It falls to Gibson. 
McCabe. Back to Maris. They're in the attacking half here. Louisville City winning, winning the ball back quickly. Perez infield to Serrano from the near sideline. A little bit too hot for Serrano to handle. Asiadu steps over. He plays it forward to Enzo Martinez. And tracking back there is Tyler Gibson to win the ball back for Louisville City. Getting a round of, of applause from some of the Louisville City fans on the near sideline. Six minutes gone by in this game. 0-0 the score. A very tight game so far. No chances for either team. But the ball has been mostly at the feet of Louisville City to this point. As it is right now with Tosh. Roll Pulls it on the ground to the near sideline to Benny Perez in the attacking half with his head up looking to play through to Powell's maybe. Instead he checks back on the inside right is Gibson further backward to Tosh. Tosh back forward to Serrano. Now he returns it to Tosh in the defensive half just near the midfield stripe as he dribbles into the center circle. Rolls it across the center circle to Sharpie. Sharpie in the middle of the field to Gibson. Neater stuff here from Louisville City. Forward to Maris still in the middle of the field. Maris turns to the left. Plays it wide left to Brian Obi on the far sideline. He's got plenty of space. Looking to cross. Left foot across. Here it is in the air to the back post towards Pals. And it's too tall for the six foot seven center forward. And it's out for a goal kick to Birmingham. That was better from Louisville City because they were able to utilize that middle of the field Instead of just moving it around the back from side to side, they broke some of that pressure with Dylan Maris finding him in the middle, and he does really well to turn and release Brian Ombi out that left side. Ombi's service just got underneath it a bit too much to find Powell's on that back post, but that's what they need to do. They need to play into the middle of the field to force Birmingham to collapse in on themselves. Long ball from the goal kick for Birmingham. Agudelo called for a foul as he was... Posting up on Sean Tosh, trying to spin Tosh to get to the ball. But the referee calls a foul, and it's a fifth-third free kick to Loose City in the defensive half. Tosh takes it quickly. On the ground to the right side, Manny Perez. He crosses midfield and steps on the ball and plays it back in the defensive half to Tosh, who carries the ball across midfield back into the attacking half. Here's Gibson, middle of the field. Gibson, though, a challenge and a good one from the middle of the field. That's Cor Corin to win the ball for Birmingham. And here come the visitors in red. It's Pasher in the middle of the field in the attacking side, all the way to the right side to Kasim, back to Pasher. And now Smith, the right back, as Birmingham settles on the ball for the first time. Really all game. Louisville tracking back defensively nicely there to get numbers back behind the ball. Along the back line, it's a Seadu trying to spin around Powell's, and Martin Powell's called for a foul. And the fans booing on the near sideline especially. It is going to be a free kick to Birmingham near the center circle in their defensive half. They take it quickly on the ground, and the referee says too quickly. He's going to bring that free kick back just to the left of the center circle where this free kick is positioned. Crowd, crowd still filing in, eight and a half minutes in, and a decent crowd on a beautiful night on this Saturday, July 22nd. Go ahead, Casey. I'll say, I feel like that foul also had a lot to do with a big height difference. Powell's is about a foot taller than a Seadu, and so when you're going against a player that is significantly smaller than you, it can look a little bit more physical, and I, I mean, I really didn't see much of a foul in that case. Maybe it was a little bit too handsy, but that's just where Powell's has to be smart and understand his size. Ball back with Louisville City. They were nearly in. Niall McCabe trying to play it through to Brian Ombi, who had a head full of steam, but is knocked down by Birmingham. Falls back to McCabe. Flipped through to Ombi. He couldn't control it. He was making a run down the middle, and the ball bounces past Ombi into the arms of the goalkeeper, Matt Van Okel. Ombi with some good runs there. McCabe trying to find him. The second ball did get through to Ombi. Just couldn't bring it down, trying to really find it over his shoulder. Well, and I feel like maybe that was one that Brian Ombi could have let go and maybe see if he could run onto it. He has so much speed. Maybe see if he can utilize his speed and hit that on a one-time volley to challenge Van Okel. 
Just past the 9 minute and 20 second mark. Sliding challenge from Agadello in against Sharpie. No foul called. And then the ball sent long by Lou City all the way into the Birmingham defensive end where Van Oakel will retrieve it. So far in this game, Lou City with 62% of the possession. But we've yet to have a shot from either side. Birmingham really sitting in comfortably defensively, allowing Louisville City to have the ball along their back line for long stretches. And Lou City... So far, not with very many creative options in terms of getting forward in the attack. They've gone to the long ball a few times. Here they go to the press, though, as Van Okel, along in his penalty area, turns it over, sends it out for a Louisville City throw on the near side of the right. He had Martin Powell's in his back pocket there, and Van Okel, the goalkeeper, couldn't complete the pass. So Lou City's press working. That was really good pressure there from Powell's. I'm honestly surprised Van Okel is allowed to wear the orange that he is, considering that... Birmingham is wearing red. They're very close in color, so it's a little difficult to see, so I'm honestly surprised about that. You know, I feel like you see that a lot these days where the, the goalkeeper uniform isn't that different, which is wrong. Which is wrong because it's, it's supposed to be different. You see it a lot. Oh, here's a ball through from Birmingham. Kasim is in down the right side. Two on two right now. Kasim on his left foot. The shot, a bouncer, and it's into the chest of Oliver Zimla, who makes a comfortable save. Prosper Kasim on the far side was played in nicely, I believe, by Corcoran. And he had plenty of space, cut it back onto his left foot once the defenders got behind between him and the goal. And his shot ultimately was not very threatening to Zimla. Here's another turnover, though, as Kasim steps in. Middle of the box to the right side. Enzo Martinez, a chance to shoot. He drives it in, and Zimla makes a kick save behind. It'll be a corner to Birmingham. Louisville trying to play out of the back there, Casey, and they turned it over. Gave Birmingham a clear opportunity, and Enzo Martinez, their leading goal scorer, had the shot. And these are the type of mistakes that you can't make against a team like Birmingham because they are so quick, and they can make you pay immediately and so they have to be a little bit smarter playing out of the back Birmingham very good there pressing up high and that's the most aggressive we've seen them offensively so far this corner for Birmingham from the far side there right it comes out the left foot of Pasher into the near post where it's cleared away by Tyler Gibson one of the first defenders his clearance goes out past the far sideline it'll be a throw to Birmingham the Legion 11 and a half minutes to go or gone rather in this game 0-0 the score but Birmingham with their foot on the pedal right now Pasher on the far sideline back to Martinez drives in across low it'll come all the way across to a CDU on the left side in the box on his right foot trying to set it up to hit it towards goal but it just drifted away from him now gives it up to uh, Prosper Kasim outside of the box near side it goes to Alves opportunity to cross from the fullback here's his cross curling away from goal headed out by Dia falls to Cronule Cronule trying to keep it alive now Krikorin for Birmingham into the box to Kasim on the far side of it dribbling towards the inline and it goes to Cronule his shot deflected over the bar and behind it'll be another corner for Birmingham Louisville City doing well to weather the storm. Again, they are going to have to stay really organized defensively and aware of their runs. It seems like Kasim is getting wide open there on that far side. He's just finding that little bit of space outside of Amadou Dia and in between the the forward making the tracking run back, and that's where he's been able to find a lot of that success on the right side. Alex Cronule, the 6'5 center back, had that shot, but it was blocked by the Louisville City defender. Corner will come for Birmingham once again from the far side there, right pasture, the left-footed player. It'll be an in-swinger off his foot. Here it comes, driven in towards the penalty spot toward Cronule, knocked away by Lou City and cleared away by Wes Sharpie. Smith, a header back into the box for Birmingham. Tosh heads it out. It'll fall to Corcoran. He heads it back into the mixer. Agadella brings it down. Now Alves, middle of the field, 30 yards away, thought about shooting. Rolls it into Martinez. Martinez on his left foot. Cuts it across to Agadello right behind him. Louisville City gets out of trouble with McKay. Plays it forward to Ownby. But a heavy touch from Ownby. He recovers, though. Ownby coming forward. Dragged down from behind by Smith. It's a foul, and this is going to be a yellow card for Colin Smith. 
the youngster out of Jacksonville, the 19-year-old Dallas Loney from Major League Soccer. A world of beer yellow card to him. Birmingham with several opportunities, Casey. That last one, it was just an inch behind Juan Agadello, and then Louisville City trying to break through the pressure. Ownby drawing the foul and the world of beer yellow card. Yeah, I mean, that ball from Enzo Martinez was absolutely beautiful, just low and driven across the six-yard box. Unfortunate that none of his teammates were on, and they overran it there. Brian Ownby does very well there to maintain possession of the ball, and a really professional foul there from Colin Smith to slow him down. I, I think if Smith doesn't foul there, you're going to have Ombi and Powell's making a nice run in behind in a numbers-up situation. Fifth-third free kick for Loose City. They take it along the back and build out of the back. It's now Ombi in the attacking half on the far sideline, cutting in on his right foot, trying to play through to Dylan Mares. It'll find him now. He steps around Smith. Mares wide left outside of the box. Dia into the box. Mares. Louisville with a chance. Mares has the ball knocked off of his feet from behind. And in fact, the referee says it wasn't knocked off. It was last touched by Mares. So it'll be a goal kick here to Birmingham. Louisville getting in a promising position. Mares just dribbling right around a Birmingham player got the return from Dia, couldn't really control it, and he gives up the goal kick. And that's better from Lou City, though. I like that they're trying to find Dylan Maris there in the middle of the field. He's going to kind of be the player that's going to be a key to unlocking this shape, those players in the middle, him, Niall McCabe, even Tyler Gibson some, because then it's going to force the back line of Birmingham to collapse in on that player and force the pressure to have to go there. It's going to open up the wings for Louisville City. City wins the ball back from that goal kick. It's Tosh, clips it down the middle over the top. Maris trying to chest it down. It's loose in the box, and Van Oakle finally claims it off the bounce. Martin Powell's was in the area of the ball after it just sort of caromed off the shoulder of Dylan Maris. But Van Oakle, the goalkeeper, alert to it and caught it on the bounce, and Birmingham will take over. A quarter of an hour gone by in this game. 0-0 the score. Birmingham has had the better chances so far with two shots, one of them on target. City yet to have a shot in this game. Lucity nearly with a turnover, but it falls to Enzo Martinez, and Birmingham coming forward again with Kasim on the far sideline. Here he is, running with the ball at his feet. No one picks him up yet. Cuts into the middle of the field, the left-footed player. Now turns to the right side, plays it forward to Pasher, and backward it goes to Smith, the fullback on the far sideline. Corcoran, middle of the field on the inside right. Backward into the center circle it goes to Funwell Cavita, the captain, the left center back. Asiadu in the center circle. Now to the right of it goes to Alex Cronulay, the other center back, the right center back. He dribbles into the attacking half. On the ground forward, Enzo Martinez on the inside right. Knocked off of his feet by Ownby. Loose ball touched around a defender. Agadello by Ray Serrano and Manny Perez picks it up and here comes Lou City. Perez dribbling into the attacking half. Turned backward by Asiadu. He dribbles backward Manny Perez. Still with the ball at his feet. Plays it in the inside right to Gibson. Backward to Tosh and Louisville City gets out of a little pressure there and they've got the ball now along their back line. Sharpie, a ball on the ground to the far sideline. Dia, the left fullback in the attacking half. Now back to Sharpie. Just left of the center circle. Sharpie touches the ball across midfield. Inside left it goes to Ownby who's dropped deep. Ownby dragging it across the field. Plays it on the ground to Gibson inside right. Wide right it goes to Serrano in the attacking half. Serrano dribbling in towards the penalty area. Gets around Alves. Asiadu steps in after that heavy touch from Serrano and he takes it away for Birmingham. Wide left it goes to Alves. Birmingham trying to build out of the back but they will play it out as Asiadu is down holding his leg. So Alves just turned and touched the ball out of play and the referee will come over to check on Asiadu here, who is back to his feet now after the referee helped him up. He appears to be okay, so we won't have a pause in play 
for the athletic trainer to come on. It'll just be a throw to Louisville City, and I would imagine Casey will see some sportsmanship here and Lucidy just give it back to Birmingham. Yeah, you would think that they're just going to throw it in and throw it back to the back line of Birmingham, but Ray Serrano does really nice on this right side to cut inside. It just comes down to being a little bit cleaner. I will say Brian Omi made a cross-field run that pulled a few defenders with him and opened up some space in the middle, so if Louisville City's able, when they're on the ball, to get their head up and see if they can find those little bits of space that these runs are going to create, then they're going to be able to break down the back line easier. Louisville did throw it back to Birmingham, but Birmingham with a long ball, and it's a turnover. Ombi picks it up. On the overlap is Dia outside of the box. Inside left, just at the top of the box is Maris. Middle of the field, Ombi. Neat stuff from Louisville City, but Ombi just got the ball caught up under his feet, couldn't control it, and he gave it away to Birmingham. Here come the shirts in red. On the break, Pasher into the attacking half on the inside. Right, he's got his Kasim uh, on the right side. Plays it to him now. Prosper Kasim dribbling in field to Enzo Martinez. Returns it to Kasim on the end line. Opportunity to cross. He steps on the ball. Dribbles out of the box or towards the top of the box. Still Kasim. Finally gives it up to Smith on the far sideline. The right defended here by Brian Ombi. Colin Smith trying to dribble around Ombi. He can't do it. Ombi shields him off the ball and lets the ball roll past the far sideline. With good hustle there, Brian Ombi. He wins a throw for his team on the far side, the left for Louisville City in the defensive half just outside of the Louisville box. And that's really nice defense there, forcing Kasim to have to cut the ball back and go backwards instead of having a nice service into the box. And then Brian Ombi making a good recovery run to win that ball back. It's very nice team defense there. 18 and a half minutes gone by. Here comes Lou City with numbers forward. Maris through to Martin. Powell's two on three right now. Louisville City Powell's cutting into the middle of the field. He's tripped up from behind, and it's a foul. And another World of Beer yellow card, this one for Alex Tronule of Birmingham. And Martin Powell's did really well there, Casey, to cut it in on his right foot, driving at that back line of Birmingham. He was tripped up and fouled in this fifth-third free kick in a terrific position for Lou City. It is just to the left of the D of the Birmingham penalty area, about 25 yards from goal. Yeah, that's excellent from Powell's there to pick the ball up. He dribbles at space, and he cuts at an angle, forcing Kronjulay to have to stay behind him. And when he cuts between the two, because of his first touch setting him up so beautifully, it's going to force that contact. And really smart from Powell's. I don't think there was a whole lot of contact, but he felt enough to go down and draw the foul because he recognized he really didn't have much going forward. So a really, really smart play there from Martin Powell's. It's going to set up for a really nice set piece. You would imagine if Lancaster went in, it was in, it was his range, but I think this is going to be a really nice one from Niall McCabe, and he is also fully capable of getting this on target, and what a moment it would be for McCabe on his big night. 200th appearance in the USL for Louisville City for the only player to have never left the club, an inaugural player started opening day in 2015 against St. Louis. He still wears purple, and he stands over this free kick all alone. It will be Niall McCabe in the 20th minute, 0-0. Cabe's approach. Here it is, Niall McCabe into the wall. It'll fall back to McCabe, though, left of the box on his right foot. He tries to put it back into the box, drives it in, and it goes all the way through, and it's behind. The referee gives a Wi-Fi corner to Louisville City. Sharpie was in there. Serrano was in there as well. Just needed someone to touch it in to goal. Van Okel was absolutely planted to his spot, frozen, because there, he didn't know where that ball was going to go. Luckily, Luckily for him, it flashed wide and behind for a Louisville Wi-Fi corner from the near side the right. Well, and I feel like they didn't expect the ball to be able to make it through because there was so much traffic in the box, but because it was a nice low-driven ball, it was able to sneak through, and I think that's why a lot of the Louisville City players weren't even ready for it because they didn't expect it to make it through the big crowd of people there. But a really nice corner kick, another great opportunity. Again, 
you got to imagine the sun is in Van Ockel's eyes. You see him have to put his glove up to block the sun a little bit. So now's the time they got to start seeing if they can challenge him a bit more and force him to make a save. Not just the sun, but six foot seven Martin Powell exactly. standing directly in front of the goalkeeper. It's going to be McCabe to take the corner. Now swinger off of his right foot on the near side of the right. The Wi-Fi corner for Louisville City. Here it comes from McCabe, lofted in toward the back post. Dia heads it high up into the air, and then it's cleared out of danger by Tyler Pasher for Birmingham. Goes all the way to the center circle where Gibson plays it into the defensive half to Oliver Zimla, who's 15 yards out of his box, the Louisville goalkeeper. Not the best corner routine by Louisville City, but they retain possession. Maris clips it up over the top for Ownby. Flag stays down for now. Now it goes up. Ownby brought it down. He had Powell's running in the middle, but the offside flag raised by the near side assistant referee, and it'll give Birmingham a free kick in their box. And that's just a little bit of a miscommunication there between the person playing the ball and the person making the run. And that just comes down to timing. I think Omi needs to hold his run ever so slightly, but then I also think the service needs to come a little bit sooner. Maybe instead of taking two, three touches, try to play it on your first time because you know that's where you want to go. And that's also going to help the forwards be able to time their runs better. Just a little bit out of the box, in fact, this free kick for Birmingham. It's into play now from Van Ockel to Cronulay, the right center back. He's dribbling towards midfield. Step for step with Martin Powells, and Cronulay has to turn and play it back to Van Ockel, the goalkeeper. Out of his box by a yard or two, just standing in front of the D of the Birmingham box. 22 minutes gone by, 0-0 the score. Birmingham has had the better chances, but Louisville with a nice response over the last two or three minutes. Long ball from Van Ockel into the attacking half, looking for Agadello. Headed away from him by Tosh. It'll fall to Manny Perez on the near side, land to Louisville right back on the ground forward. Nice back heel from Serrano looking for McCabe. He can't catch up to it, though, as Cavita read it well. Played it forward to Alves, who tried to link up with Agadello just past the midfield stripe. But that pass was poor from Alves, the youngster, the young Brazilian from Sao Paulo. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right, just a few yards shy of the midfield strike. And it's a really good layoff there from Serrano. I just don't know if McCabe was expecting it or maybe it was just a little bit too far ahead of him. But you can see McCabe give him the round of applause afterwards. It's the right idea. I like the link-up idea. Now it just comes down to being a little bit sharper in that final third. There's been a few missed touches, a few missed passes. If they're able to sharpen that up, they're going to be able to create a few more scoring opportunities. Throw went into the attacking half to Martin Pals. He went down to the ground after with Kavita on his back. He wanted a foul. No foul was called. Birmingham takes over on the ball. They've got it along their back line just outside of the box to the right center back, Cronulay. On the ground forward, inside right is Pasher, dropping deep. Wide right it goes to the fullback, Smith. Back to Pasher, first time ball forward to Kasim in the attacking half. Well defended by Dia. Loose ball picked up by Gibson. Now Maris forward to Ombi. One touch, two touch. McCabe middle to Maris. Here they come in the attack. Serrano middle of the field. Knocked off of his feet by Cavita. It'll go out for a Louisville City throw. No, it won't. It's a Birmingham throw. Referee calls it to Birmingham on the far side, their right. They take it quickly along the back line as Smith, defended closely by Ownby, far sideline, Kasim in the defensive half, back to Smith under pressure. He has to go long, all the way into Louisville defensive half where Sharpie heads it forward. McCabe can't control it on the end of that header. Tosha header forward. It'll fall all the way to the center forward, Powell's, who tries to hold it up. A loose ball kind of in the air off of his feet, picked up by Pasher in the middle of the field for Birmingham. Just back and forth. Tit for tat stuff right now between the two teams. And now Birmingham finally settles. Kavita, the left center back to the right center back. Cronulay, 10 yards from midfield. Now Krikorin in the midfield, just to the right of the center circle. Back to Asiadu between the center backs. Asiadu, a good ball forward to Pasher. Couldn't catch up to it. It's won by Louisville City. Here's Serrano in the attacking half. Just past the center circle on the inside left is Ombi running forward. Ombi cuts it in on his right foot, middle of the field. 40 yards from goal. Inside right it goes to Maris, trying to send it back to Ombi. It was right behind him. And Asiadu intercepts for Birmingham. Good idea there, Casey but just not the right execution as Birmingham draws a foul. It'll be a free kick to them in their defensive half. So again, it's coming down just not being sharp enough there. I mean, it's the right idea, but the complete wrong pass there from Maris, and then he forces 
this turnover, and then Birmingham's able to go forward when it was some really good link-up play. So the ideas are there. They just have to do better with executing it. And I think a lot of it comes down to confidence and second-guessing themselves because as they're going to play the ball, they're overthinking the pass. They just need to relax and play the game that they've been playing for so long. 25 minutes gone by. Louisville City with one shot so far. Birmingham with two and one on target. Saved by Oliver Zimla. Birmingham trying to play it through from Enzo Martinez to Pasher, who's making the run in front, but it's intercepted by Louisville City and cut out by the boys in purple. And they have it now with Manny Perez on the right side. Charging forward into the attacking half. Head full of steam. Manny Perez still he goes well into the attacking half. Just outside of the box. Right side outside of the box. Serrano driven and crossed. Knocked behind by Alves. It is a Vi-Fi corner kick from the near side. The right coming up for Louisville City. I'm surprised that they didn't give the foul there for Manny Perez. It looked like the referee signaled for advantage, but there really was no advantage there. So I'm surprised that the foul wasn't given. But a great run for Manny Perez. The way he takes his touch inside completely eliminates the defender that was making that tracking run. And it opens up so many more opportunities for him to be able to play the ball. But another great corner kick. Hopefully this one they can stay over it a little bit more and allow the team to be able to have a chance on it instead of going so far back post. Wi-Fi corner from the near side, the right for Lou City. McCabe over it. It'll be an outswinger off his right foot. Here it comes into the near post towards Sharpie. Clipped away by Birmingham. Loose in the box, and Kasim acrobatically kicks it out of danger. In the middle of the field, it falls to Maris. Now Dia sends it wide right to Serrano. He's about 45 yards from goal. Serrano turns backwards for Louisville City. Plays it backward to Gibson, who's playing along the back line right now in the defensive half. Gibson clips it in the air to the far side. That's where Dylan Maris has it on the inside right near midfield with his heels on midfield really now plays it back to Tosh as Louisville resumes their normal positions Tosh across the center circle to Dia just shy of the midfield stripe Dia backward just shy of the center circle it goes to Sharpie now to the right side of the center circle Tosh touches into the attacking half on the ground near sideline McCabe McCabe cuts it in field plays it there to Tyler Gibson on the inside right back he returns it to McCabe on the near sideline McCabe on his right foot now cuts it in field drops it off backwards to Gibson Gibson drops it up further backward to Tosh. Still in the attacking half, though, for Louisville City. In the 27th minute here in a 0-0 game. Middle of the field, Serrano goes back into the center circle to Sharpie. Right of the center circle, Tosh. Louisville just cycling the ball around the right side now. On the near sideline, Manny Perez in the attacking half. Plays it backward to Tosh as all 11 players in red behind the ball right now for Birmingham. Tosh into the defensive half to Sharpie. Sharpie returns it to Tosh. Ten yards shy of midfield. And Tosh will bring it across. Long diagonal from Tosh and a good one to Ownby on the far side. Just outside of the box. Ownby brings it down. Dribbles in at the top of the area on his right foot. Indecisive about what he wants to do. Plays it into Serrano at the top of the D. Back to Ownby on the far side the right. Right footed clipped in ball towards the six-yard box. Cleared away by Cavita. It'll fall to Agadello for Birmingham. He's trying to hold it up against Manny Perez. Perez wins it back. Manny Perez. Here's driven in ball towards Martin Powell's. Cleared out by Cavita once again. Into the air. Serrano brings it down. Back to Manny Perez. Louisville turning the screws right now. In from Perez towards Martin Powell's. It goes past Powell's, cleared away by Cronule. It'll fall to Kasim on the far side. He'll drop it off backward to Smith on the inline. Smith with Maris in his face, just trying to get the ball out of trouble. Maris trying to win the ball back, and it goes past the inline. It'll be a goal kick here to Birmingham. And Louisville City doing a really good job of keeping the ball alive and trying to get those second chances. But at one point when they're working the ball across the back line, there are five players that are standing across Birmingham's back line and just kind of waiting there. They need to have a little bit more movement because they're so easy to mark. I know I keep saying that, but that's the way you break down a team like Birmingham is with the movement. And so we just need a little bit more interchange between the players. And that's going to find those pockets of space. And that's then going to open up the where we are wanting to play, the areas we want to play in. 
Birmingham with the goal kick. They work it forward to Kasim. Kasim in midfield on the far side tried to drive a diagonal ball through to a run maybe from Alves, but he didn't make the run and rolls all the way to the goalkeeper, Oliver Zimla. And now the referee's going to pause play because a Birmingham player is down injured all along the back line. It's Tyler Pasher, a center midfielder, plays as an attacker almost like a secondary forward. So he's down hurt, well out of position. And the referee pausing play here in the 29th minute, nearing the 30th minute. And the training staff for Birmingham is going to be called on. Gives Louisville City, though, the opportunity to come to the near sideline for a little bit of a water break and also almost like a timeout if it were a different sport. Danny Cruz off his bench, standing with his feet on the near sideline, giving instructions to McCabe, to Martin Powells, to Sean Tosh. What do you think he's saying to his team down there, Casey? I mean, there have been some good things tonight for Louisville City. They've dominated possession. They've had a couple of decent chances, but still no knife's edge to the attack. Yeah, there's just not much urgency going forward. They're just very content with working it across the back line and then trying to play it long to one of the wing players. There's not really that killer mentality going forward still which I think they're still missing and so maybe just trying to see if they can spark a little bit of that see if they can move the ball a little bit quicker or when they are trying to go forward try to catch Birmingham in a little bit more of a transition moment instead of as they're going forward cutting it back and getting set in their shape so I think just maybe a little bit more urgency going forward a little bit more energy within their attack because it's it's been better but the services have just been off it's still just been a touch behind a pass off and so just neatening that up is going to help them tremendously we're past the 30 minute mark as Pasher has finally gotten off the field walked off the field under his own power but now falls back down to the ground so Birmingham might have to go to the bench here and it's a relatively small roster for Birmingham they've got about 20 players on their roster in total which is fewer than a lot of teams we see in the USL, particularly because they don't have very many academy kids, very many youngsters. Sun's starting to set here at Lynn Family Stadium, and the shadow's no longer really a factor out there on the field. And the lights turned on as we descend into nightfall and the darkness. Still, we wait for the referee to allow play to resume, and they are going to make a substitution here, Birmingham. They're going to bring on Nico Bretz. A 30-year-old Jamaican in his eighth season as a pro, playing in his third season in Birmingham. And he has yet to come on, but he's standing on the sideline awaiting the referee as we're back underway. Louisville City right now currently with a man advantage, 11-10. to 10. They have the ball in the attacking half with Omi on the far side outside of the box. Inside left it goes to Gibson, drops it off backward to Sharpie, who's playing 10 yards past midfield. So too is Tosh, back to Sharpie. But a little bit of a loose touch from Tosh has to push Sharpie all the way back to the defensive half. He drives it on the ground to Ombi inside left. Ombi wide left, it goes to Dia. Dia looking to cross. Here it comes, in towards Powell's over everyone's head. It'll drift past the near side of the box, and in fact it'll roll all the way past the near sideline out for a Birmingham throw. It's the right idea there from Amanu Dia to whip that ball in between the back line and the goalkeeper just gets underneath it ever so slightly and doesn't allow his team to be able to get on the end of it. So now the substitution does happen for Birmingham in the 32nd minute. Nico Brett on, Tyler Pasher off. Pasher, one of the fastest players in the league, one of the most dangerous players in the league, but Brett no slouch himself. He scored 74 goals in his eight-season career. Louisville wins the turnover here. Powell's had a touch, though. He showed it to Cronulay, who cleared it away. That substitution, by the way, Brett for Pasher, brought to you by Fortna in a 0-0 game in the 33rd minute now. Birmingham with the ball with Kasim on the far side of the defensive half, trying to play a long diagonal for Agnadello. Well read and intercepted by Perez. Danny Perez coming forward for Lucid into the attacking half, 20 yards past midfield. Turns against Asiadu, gives it up to Dylan Maris, 30 yards from goal. Wide left it goes to 
Amadou Dia. Further forward on the left is Ownby on his right foot. Puts in a cross with his right foot. Headed out of the box by Cronulay. It'll fall to Sharpie. He'll turn and drift into the defensive half, but keep possession alive for Lou City. He's got plenty of time and space around him to settle the ball. He does now. Brings it forward just past the center circle on the left side. Forward on the inside left is Amadou Dia. Heavy touch from Amadou, though. Gave it back to Birmingham. Corcoran with it in the midfield. Outside of the football looking for Kasim, and Dia recovers. Does well after getting the ball up to win the ball back on the interception. He plays it back to Zimla, and Lua takes over once again. A nice little read there from Amadou Dia to be able to make that recovery run. But Manny Perez has been so good on this right side, being able to cut inside and being very effective offensively. Now they just have to, again, connect those passes once they are able to turn them over and break those first few lines of pressure. Louisville in control of the game right now. Ball over the top from midfield for Sharpie looking from Sharpie looking for Ownby. It's going to take him to the far sideline near the corner flag. He's on it now. Flag stayed down. His cross was blocked and picked up by Kasim outside of the box for Birmingham. Kasim with it. On the ground forward it goes to Nico Brett. His first touch near midfield but still in the defensive half. Wide right it goes to Corcoran. He drops it off backward to Smith. And now Birmingham has the ball along their back line just outside of their box defensively. Middle of the field is Cronulay. Powell's coming up, jogging for a little bit of pressure. A see you do back to Van Okel. Powell's charging in. Van Okel wide left. It goes to Cavita. Serrano in his face. He plays it forward. Cavita, and it's a turnover. The press works once again for Lou City. Perez infield. It goes to Maris. 30 yards from goal. Still Dylan Maris goes on his left foot. Drops it off to Ownby. Played it through. Knocked aside. Maris picks it up. His shot. And it's in. Dylan Maris scores for Lou City from 19 yards away. Just bends it past Van Okel with his left foot. And the boys in purple have the lead with 11 minutes to go in the first half. Dylan Maris scores for Lou City. And they lead it one to nothing over Birmingham in the 35th minute. And it's an absolutely beautiful goal there from Dylan Maris. He does so well to create this. He connects with Brian Ombi. Ombi tries to slip it through to Dia, but Maris does well to take a touch and then has a go with it. They haven't really challenged Van Oka much. It's a beautiful shot with his left foot. A great goal and exactly the confidence boost that this team needed. That goal brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. Dylan Maris, his third goal of the season. The newcomer who signed from El Paso, scored ten times for them last year. And maybe he's found his scoring form here for Louisville City. A good hit from him from just inside. Bocked on his left foot. And Lou City, after really controlling the game for the last 10 or 15 minutes, has the lead at home. From the kickoff for Birmingham, they wanted a foul, but the referee plays advantage. It's Agadello in the attacking half. Enzo Martinez was the player that was fouled. He's still down on the ground, Martinez. And Birmingham will play the ball past that far sideline out for a throw as Enzo Martinez is down injured on the ground. A veteran Martinez at 32 years of age in his 11th season as a professional, his second in Birmingham. We remember him for a long time with the Charlotte Independence. A terrific, terrific player. He scored eight goals this year, and he's back to his feet. The referee giving a warning, it looks like, to Tyler Gibson, probably for that foul, but it's going to be a throw on the far sideline. Yeah, I think it's one of those fouls where if it was in the second half, that would definitely be a yellow card. It was a bit of a late challenge there from Gibson. I think he's a little fortunate to escape that without a card and just a talking to. But I think it's the right decision from the referee. That's the first foul that Gibson has had. So I think it's smart to just give a warning and not really a yellow card in that situation. Again, with some sportsmanship here, Louisville gives the ball back to Birmingham. This time, though, they throw it into McCabe, and he sends it long all the way to Van Ogle, the Birmingham goalkeeper. So they don't concede the position, or they don't give Birmingham the position they were in back to them. 
with Van Opel. Now Cronulay back to Van Opel in the D. Diagonal from Van Opel to the near sideline. Intercepted once again by Manny Perez. Pops it up in the air to Dylan Maris up for a header. McCabe with a touch. It'll fall to Gibson. Good stuff. Good hustle from Louisville City in the midfield. Gibson, though, had the ball deflected off his feet and is picked up by Birmingham. Here they come forward. Martinez, middle of the field. Agadello inside left. Outside of the box. Forward purple jerseys around him. Agadello goes down, winning a foul. No foul called. Out of the crowd comes Manny Perez. Sends it forward to Powell's. Holding the ball up. Does really well, Martin Powell's. Gives it up to Serrano. Down the middle of the field in the attacking half. Ray Serrano coming forward. Trying to dribble through a couple of defenders. He goes down. There's no foul there either. And Birmingham takes over. Booze coming down from the crowd. It's Alvis for Birmingham. A good ball on the near sideline. But Agadello gave up on it. It'll roll past the near side. Out for a Louisville throw in the defense half on the near side the Louisville rights. A lot of big positives from that play though. Brian Omi come all the way back on the opposite side of the field to win the ball and then really good hold up play there for Martin Powell's to find Ray Serrano. It was just a tough situation for Powell's and Serrano because it was 2v4 so they really didn't have much going forward. I don't know if it was a foul on Serrano or not. It kind of looked a little fishy to me but I think the ref is really letting them play. Good hold up play though from Powell's. Very nice good hold up play. Louisville fighting for the ball in the midfield. Maris with a defender on his back gets the pass away. It's back to Tosh in the defensive half. Tosh just clips it over the top. Powell's holding it up once again. Clips it through to Serrano. Here's Ray Serrano coming in towards the box. He's held away by Alves. Outside of the box is Serrano. One runner in the middle. Serrano's cross blocked by Alves and picked up by Asiadu for Birmingham. Powell's right there trying to win it back. Asiadu goes all the way back to Van Ockel in a six-yard box. McCabe up for pressure. Van Ockel gets the pass away to the right side of the box of Smith. Sliding tackle from Ownby brings it down into the box. McCabe attack on for Louisville. McCabe on his right foot, and it's just cleared away off of his toes by a Birmingham defender. This game has opened up and become much more entertaining in the last five minutes. Forward it goes from Birmingham to Enzo Martinez. Plays it to Agatello. Now a see you do it midfield in the defensive half. Perez steps in, wins the ball. Touched back to him by Dylan Maris. Manny Perez has been phenomenal over the last ten minutes. He's won a ton of balls on this near sideline. It's inside left, Ownby to the left of the center circle at midfield. Backwards to Sharpie, the left center back. Sharpie across the center circle to Tosh. Touches into the attacking half. On the ground near side, Perez. Perez on the near sideline, looking to maybe cross. Instead, he'll check it back on the inside right to Maris. Further backward on the inside right is Tosh. Into the center circle once again it goes to Sharpie. Louisville really trying to knock at this right side, the left of Birmingham. Maris plays it through to Perez. Perez dribbling in field. 20 yards in from the near sideline in the middle of the field. Obi clips it first time over the top. No one making that particular run. It'll roll behind, bounce behind for a Birmingham goal kick. But it seems to me, Casey, that Louisville deliberately is trying to build from this right side over and over and over again. Well, Manny Perez has been really on tonight. He's been so successful getting down this right side that why wouldn't you try to use that? And a little unfortunate there that no one made that run because that was the right ball from Brian Ombi. So, again, just coming down to reading the game a little bit. But this right side is where they have seen most of their success, and a lot of that is because of Manny Perez. Louisville wins the ball back. They roll it all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper, and Louisville builds from the back here with just over five minutes to go in the first half. One to nothing. The score in favor of Loose City. They lead through a Dylan Maris goal. Long ball from Sharpie for Ownby. He wins the header. It's a very powerful header, 40 yards from goal, and it'll go into the penalty box where Van Oakle brings it down with his hands. He'll roll it forward to Cronulay, the right center back, and Birmingham building up now. On the right side, it's Colin Smith dribbling in field. Plays it back to Van Oakle, standing in the D. Van Oakle with plenty of time and space. No one pressing him. Now Powell's will jog forward. Van Oakle gets the pass away. Middle of the field to a CEDU. Wide right it goes to Cronulay just outside of the box as he comes forward. Cronulay on the ground to the right side. Smith on the far sideline. Defended closely by Ownby. Smith backwards to Cronulay once again. About 10 yards out of his box. Cronulay middle of the... Th- I beg your pardon. Van Oakle I should say. The goalkeeper. Van Oakle forward to a CEDU. Now Cavita back to Van Oakle in the D. 
on the ground forward to Corcoran. Now to Kavita, the left center back. Birmingham can't get out of their own end right now. Kavita touched back to him by Agadello. Louisville doing a great job keeping their shape defensively. Van Oka with it in the box. Once again, the goalkeeper on the ground forward to Corcoran dropping deep. To the right side, Cronulli on the inside right, just outside of the Birmingham box. They've not gotten the ball 20 yards past their box in the last couple of moments. Well, the pressure from Louisville City has been so much better. They are pressing as a team. They have a whole new energy about them. They're going a little bit more aggressively. You can see how that goal really shifted something in the Louisville City players because since then the energy has been a lot better. They've been looking to play the ball faster, and they've been pressing really, really well. Finally, Van Ockel goes long. Agadello brings it down into Martinez, 30 yards from goal thought about shooting. He'll play it right side of the box to Kasim. On his left foot, Kasim clipped in cross over the head of Nico Brett, headed in the air by Tosh, headed out of the box by McCabe, and just cleared up ahead, heaved up ahead by Dylan Maris into the Birmingham half where Van Ockel, the goalkeeper, comes on to it 40 yards out of his goal. Plays it forward to Asiadu, back into the attacking half. Wide left it goes to Alves, the left back. Defended by Perez. Alves gives it up into the center circle to Cronulay in the defensive half of it. Cronulay, with time and space, comes across midfield. Standing on the ball in the 42nd minute here. Three and a half minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville in front one to nothing. Back to Kavita. It's Van Okel now. Once again, Louisville doing a great job defensively to keep their shape. And Birmingham patiently knocking the ball around. Finally, they go long once again down the middle. Headed by Tosh outside of the Louisville City box. Falls to a CEDU. Back to Martinez. Chance may be coming up for Birmingham. Maris comes back in between Martinez. He'll drive a shot. And it's well over the bar. Hit it from about 22 yards, Enzo Martinez, from a difficult angle. Would have taken a spectacular effort to really test Oliver Zimla. And it's over the bar and out for a Louisville City goal kick. What Louisville City's defensive shape forces Birmingham to do is to have to play those long balls. Because they're so tight in the middle, that's what Louisville City wants. They want them to play the long balls over top. But then the issue comes when those long balls are played and Louisville City wins the first ball, they have to do better with picking up that second ball. Because if they allow Birmingham to pick up the second ball, it's going to allow Birmingham to really attack in a really good location. So they have to make sure they're picking up the second ball so they can continue to push out of the back. Simla sends the goal kick long into the attacking half on the far side. McCabe heads it forward to Ombi, who clips it a mile into the air, but keeps it in play. Maris through to Ombi once again. Ombi in the box. Smith, though, beat him to the ball, and he was between Ombi and the ball, and the ball rolls into the hands with some pace, but into the hands of Van Oakle, the goalkeeper. Rolls it to Smith as Birmingham once again sticks to their guns, trying to build out of the back here. It's now Kavita to the left of the D. Near sideline, it goes to Alves, 10 yards from midfield. Asiadu dropping deep, the defensive midfielder, the number six for Birmingham. He drops it off to the captain, Fonwell Kavita. With time and space to circle around, looking for options up ahead. Plays it wide right to Cronulay. Louisville standing and watching Birmingham knock the ball around the back right now. It's back to Van Okel in the D. Van Okel just looking on the ball, standing on the ball, looking ahead. He'll finally go long. Swings his right foot through it, hits in the air to the near side, looking for Agadello. And Manny Perez, not only does he win the ball in the air, but he draws a foul against Juan Agadello. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their defensive half, about five yards shy of the midfield stripe on the inside right. Well, you've also seen a shift in Birmingham's attack. They're standing a lot more offensively. There's not as much movement. And that's what's really frustrating the back line because they're forcing that... Because of the pressure Louisville City's given them, it's forcing them to have to move the, round, move the ball around, but they don't have any options to release to because there's no movement up top. So it's forcing these long balls, and Louisville City has done very well with winning them. Final minute of the first half. Stoppage time yet to come, though. Tosh, ball over the top, cut out by Alves, falls to Asiadu. Asiadu through to Martinez. Chance coming up for Birmingham. They have numbers. Martinez outside of the box, driving in on his right foot, plays it into Kasim. First time shot, and it's wide. Oliver Zimla would have had it covered. 
from a very difficult angle, Prosper Kasim tried to curl it with his preferred left foot from the far right side and just didn't get the curl he needed. And Zimla knew where his back post was, let the ball sail past him, and it's out for a goal kick. Well, and Enzo Martinez is not the player that you want picking the ball up in the middle of the field and running at that back line because he is so dangerous himself. He's able to score from pretty much anywhere in, in and around that 18-yard box, but he also does so well with creating. They're sending a nice ball out to Kasim. Kasim just not able to get the contact on it that he needed to get it on target, but Louisville City has to do a better job of slowing down Enzo Martinez. We have moved into stoppage time, which, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of three minutes to this first half. Three minutes to go as Louisville has the ball back in play from the goal kick. And they've got it along their back line now with the goalkeeper Zimla outside of the D of this penalty area. Rolls it over to Sharpie. Sharpie ball over the top. Hit it really heavily and no one quite chasing it. It's going to roll all the way into the arms of the goalkeeper Van Okel. He'll roll it forward to himself. Dribble the ball out of his own box. Louisville seemingly happy to watch Van Okel stand on the ball. Now Pals finally comes in. And Van Uckel has to send the ball in the air to the near sideline to Alves. Heavy touch, though, from Alves. Battle between him and Perez. And it's out for a Louisville City throw. Might have been a handball call, actually, as the referee blew his whistle. Ball kind of popped up awkwardly on Alves there. Gabriel Alves on the near side, and it is a handball call. So a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in the attacking half. On the near side, the right just about five yards infield from the near sideline in front of Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, standing in his technical area. Tosh standing over this free kick. He's going to hit it long towards Martin Powell, standing at the top of the box. Heads it down, Powell, to McCabe. McCabe with a shot from distance, and it's flashing wide. McCabe, though, says it was deflected, and it was. Referee gives a Vi-Fi corner kick. Once again, though, Martin Powell does well. The center forward held up his defender, headed it down to McCabe, who generated the shooting opportunity. Yeah, again, another great holdup from Powell. He's done so well shielding his defender. And there, McCabe does really well. The ball's bouncing. He doesn't really have much going on, but he makes the most of that opportunity. He's able to get a shot off, so really nicely done from Niall McCabe. And it sets up a good corner kick opportunity again to see if they can get another look on target. Third 5-5 corner of the first half for Lou City. Once again, from the near side, the right is all three have been. It'll be McCabe to take it and out swinger off his right foot arm in the air here he comes driven in towards the six yard box flicked on towards goal by dia cleared away by birmingham serrano keeps the attack alive back it goes to gibson wide right he plays it to ownby ownby with mccabe in front of him ownby though will cross here it comes in towards powell's powell's header looping and van oko makes a save caught it just in front of the crossbar one of the first times all season the big six foot seven martin powell's has got his head on the ball and he hit that ball a little bit more looping than he may have wanted and Van Oakle, the veteran goalkeeper, made the stop. Well, honestly, I think you see a more confident Powell's out there. I think this is the best we've seen in play. He's His hold-up play has been great. He's had great movement off the ball. He almost had the corner kick, too. I think he just barely missed that one, and then that header there. We're really starting to see who he is. We talked to him before a game about how he needed to step up, and I think he's done very well. Just a few seconds left in stoppage time. Louisville in front, one to nothing in the first half here over Birmingham. And Birmingham with the ball along their back. They have it with a Seadu with 10 yards of space either side. Walking forward right now, the walking pace this game. Kavita with it. Cross to Alves in the attacking half, the left back. Back to Kavita, the left center back. He'll leave it though for a Seadu. Seadu under pressure from Ole. He has to hit it long down the middle looking for Nico Brett. Sharpie a good battle with Brett physically. No foul called as Brett went to the ground. Loose ball picked up by Amadou Dia. And maybe there's just enough time for a final attack for Lou City in this first half. 
Forward it goes to Perez on the near sideline, trying to play it around Agadello. Agadello, though, won the ball. Obi had a touch. Falls back to Alves, who plays it into Agadello, and Birmingham takes over. And three minutes are up, so we'll see how much longer the referee allows this game to go. No longer, as he blows his whistle. So we will head to the locker room break. Dylan Maris scoring for Louisville City for the third time this season in his first in purple, and he gives his new club a one to nothing lead over the Birmingham Legion here at Lynn Family Stadium. We will step aside. The Breeze Airways Halftime Report comes your way next here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. A lot of things are better when they're fast. Medicine that's fast acting. I feel better already. Internet that's lightning fast. (laughs) Food you can cook fast. Popcorn's done. But one thing that's not better when it's fast is driving. Because driving too fast endangers your life and the lives of others. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nansen Craft Florist, family-owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions, from the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Hey, you think we need any more seltzers? We could probably use some more. Hey, Eddie, get some more seltzers, too. Before you head out for that summer fling, stop by Cox's Spirit Shop to pick up all your party supplies. We've got all your favorite cooler beverages from cold craft beers, hard seltzers, and lots of pre-mixed party cocktails. When you can only make one stop, you know where to go. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. This is a robbery. I need everybody to lay down on the ground. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This halftime report presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way at the half. Louisville City with a goal-to-none lead over the Birmingham Legion. That goal scored by Dylan Mares in that first half. It came in the 34th minute, his third goal of the season with his new club, Louisville City. Hit it from just about a yard inside the box with his left foot, bending 
away from the goalkeeper Van Okel, and I don't even believe Van Okel made a dive at it. It went into the back of the net, and Louisville City took the lead after a fairly even first half, a fairly slower-paced first half as well. Casey Whitfield alongside me, Jeff Milby. But Casey, ultimately a good first half for Louisville City, especially considering the way they've played of late. Two straight losses for the boys in purple coming into this game, most recently on Wednesday night at Detroit. Didn't necessarily come out flying with energy, but a good enough energy. They matched Birmingham's energy, withstood a little wave of pressure that Birmingham had, and then after 10 minutes or so of really controlling the game, they get the lead through Dylan Maris. Well, I mean, we talked about how coming into this game, this was a wounded team, a team that really was struggling to figure out who they are, how to move forward, and so to come out the way that they did after the performance Wednesday, really being down on themselves following that, to come out and be able to be composed out on the field, to not really be thinking about that, because you really didn't see a whole lot of big mistakes or you know a slow start. It was a really good start for them, but then after the goal, you saw a whole new team out there. The energy was so much better. They were pressing as a team. They forced Birmingham to really have to take a step back and look for more over-the-top balls instead of playing through the middle of the field. So it was a whole different team following that goal. And we talked about how maybe getting a goal, it would change the identity, and that's exactly what we've seen so far. So I think really big positives to take away. Some good performances, some good individual performances, and then overall I think a good team performance. One of those individual performances that I thought was good in the first half was a player that we highlighted in the pregame. Martin Powell starting tonight as the center forward over Cameron Lancaster. Just the second league start of the season for Martin Powell's. And he did well. Held the ball up really well three or four different times. Generated opportunities for his teammates from that hold-up play. Got his head on a ball and put a shot on target from the header that was saved by Van Okel. I think that's the best 45 that we've seen from Powell's this year. I would have to agree. I think his hold-up play was critical for Louisville City in this game. And even when he didn't get the ball and the ball was overplayed, you could see him holding off his defender, establishing his position, which in previous matches we hadn't seen from him. So to be able to have the hold-up forward that they needed, allow then Ray Serrano and Brian Nomi to run off of it, now I just want to see a little bit more of that. I want to see Dylan Maris running off of him. I want to see Niall McCabe running off of him, using that hold-up player for him to hold the ball up, lay it back, and then play it through to one of those players. But overall, a great performance from him. I think he stepped up, which is what he needed to do. So hopefully he'll be able to continue continue that into the second half. First half statistics, Louisville City with five shots, two of them on target. Birmingham with four shots, just one on target. It was a comfortable save for Oliver Zimla. Louisville City with a 52% possession advantage. And in terms of corner kicks, Louisville City won that battle as well, 3-2. to two. Fouls in the first half, we had nine of them. Birmingham called for five fouls, and Birmingham was booked twice in the first half as well. Colin Smith in the 14th minute and Alex Cronulay in the 19th minute, each shown world of beer yellow cards. So at the break, Louisville City ahead one to nothing over Birmingham. Last night here at Lynn Family Stadium, it was another good performance, not just in the first half by the home team, but the whole game as Louisville, I beg your pardon, racing Louisville, came out victorious against the Chicago Red Stars in the NWSL Challenge Cup. We'll look back at that game and also at the World Cup where a racing Louisville star made her starting debut for the U.S. women's national team. Of course, we're talking about Savannah DeMello. She played last night for the U.S. in their victory over Vietnam. So a couple of games to look at when we return on this Breeze Airways halftime report. Again, the score at Lynn Family Stadium, Louisville City 1, Birmingham Legion nothing at the halftime break. You're listening to us here on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. 
So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Holiday World and Splash and Safari, sometimes free takes a little convincing, especially with dads. Free parking? That's how they get you. They're just naturally suspicious of free stuff. Free soft drinks! Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's how they get you. But after a day of fun on the world's longest water coasters and our 400 drone light show, dads come around. At Holiday World, we get you. We're just not out to get you. That's why there's... Get tickets at HolidayWorld.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wing. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Lou City in front one to nothing for the Birmingham Legion. Last night, racing Louisville, they took a Challenge Cup game over the Chicago Red Stars by a score of 2 to nothing. Casey Whitfield, just all around a solid performance by racing last night against a team that they've beaten a couple of times this season. They took care of business against a team they would expect to, expect to beat. Yeah, I mean, it was a great performance. They're so exciting to watch. The player that really stood out to me was Paige Monahan, though. I think she was absolutely incredible, and she could have had several goals on the night. I think a few of her shots hit in the post. She, she, she did score, so she did have herself some goals there. But um, overall, I mean... They're just so fun to watch. They've really come together. I mean, even with missing six players, you didn't notice how, how missing those players because so many players stepped up. The energy was great. It was just overall a fun environment. And to be un- the only team left to not lose in the Challenge Cup is huge. One of those six players they were missing played significant minutes last night for the U.S. Women's National Team. Talking about Savannah DeMello. She started last night for the U.S., played well in a 3-0 U.S. victory over Vietnam. Just great to see. We tried to speak it into existence, and it happened. It Casey happened. Whitfield, we sad did it. start. I was so excited for her, and honestly, I thought she did really well. She even had a few opportunities to score there. You could definitely tell there was maybe a few nerves, but even the commentators talking on the game were talking about how calm she looked, how collected she looked. They thought she did really well, so I think overall a very good performance for her, and I think one that's has earned her playing time in the future, I think. I definitely think how she played is going to earn her some minutes down the road. But overall, the U.S. performance, 
maybe not what people were expecting, but you got to imagine any time the U.S. steps on the field, you're going to get the opponent's best game, their best performance. And so to be able to still come out there and take care of business, maybe not the cleanest way, but to take care of business, get the three goals, and really put yourself in a, a good position. U.S. next in action on Wednesday night. They take on the Netherlands in a World Cup final rematch from the World Cup final of 2019. That game Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern time. Last night I saw about 5 million people watch that U.S. game against Vietnam. So a good, uh, good number, I would imagine, on Wednesday night as well. Racing Louisville, they're off for the next couple of weeks. Uh, let me rephrase. They're on the road for the next couple of weeks. They travel to Houston next weekend in the Challenge Cup, then travel to Kansas City on August 5th in the Challenge Cup. Your next opportunity to see them here at home at Lynn Family Stadium. It is Saturday, August 19th. That's the Fill the Fam game. Hoping to get 10,000 here for a Racing Louisville game for the first time. They take on Angel City, Los Angeles at 7.30 on Saturday, August 19th. RacingLouFC.com slash tickets, 502 Lou City. And oh, by the way, keep your eyes peeled on social media. There will be a flash sale of cheap, cheap tickets for that game to come here sometime soon. So keep your eyes peeled for that again on August 19th. Next time you can watch Racing Louisville in action here at home. It's the Phil the Fam game. On the other side of the break, the start of the second half. Louisville City up one to nothing over Birmingham here at Lynn Family Stadium. You're listening to us on ESPN Louisville. Hi, if you are 16 years of age or older and drive a car and like you to listen closely to this commercial, notice anything unusual, anything out of the ordinary? Well, if you're a smart motorist and I believe that you are, you will have grasped that I'm going entirely too fast, much, much too fast. And you are no doubt asking yourself, why such a high rate of speed? Perhaps you even find this commercial annoying. But when you're behind the wheel, going too fast isn't just annoying. It's dangerous. Not just to you, but to everyone on the road. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please, obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. We are in the thick of summer, and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH Company, 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18-month special financing and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH, 968-6222, or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. Louder than life, September 21st through the 24th in Louisville with Food Fighters. Green Day. Tool. Avenged Sevenfold. Godsmack. Biscuit, Pantera, Queens of the Stone Age, Weezer, Megadeth, Turnstile, and many more. Get your passes on sale now at LouderThanLifeFestival.com. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. From their first steps to their first dance. 
high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. Oh, good job, Dia. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. As you can hear, Amadou Dia just made a terrific defensive play to avoid a goal-scoring opportunity for Birmingham. One minute exactly gone by in the second half. That was the Breeze Airways halftime report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. No changes for either team. They will switch ends. Louisville City moving from right to left in the second half, defending the Estopinal end goal, and Birmingham defending the waterfront end goal, moving from left to right. And early on, Birmingham there, Casey with a good ball over the top, and Amadou Dia, the last defender, just got the ball back to Oliver Zimla with two or three red shirts right on his heels. Yeah, and Enza Martinez, a little calling for a pass back there, but there was no intent with the pass or the ball played from Amadou Dia. He was not trying to play the ball back. He was simply trying to clear it, and therefore it is not a pass back, and I don't know why Martinez is still trying to argue it. Birmingham with the ball now in their box with Van Okel, the goalkeeper. He sends it wide left to Gabriel Alves, who has been outplayed on that side, I would say, tonight by Manny Perez. He was phenomenal in that first half. Won the ball back about six or seven times. Long ball from Birmingham, brought down by Sharpie to Gibson in the center circle, and Ombi dropping deep, and Louisville takes over on the ball. Two minutes into the second half, Louisville in front one to nothing. It was Dylan Maris who scored the opening goal. Look at Tyler Gibson go. Dribbled around three defenders, flipped the ball forward to himself, something we don't see from him very often, and his pressure wins the ball back after he gave it away. Here's Maris outside of the box. Still Dylan Maris on the left side. Drifting away from goal now. Drops it off to Gibson. Gibson clips it up over the top. Near sideline. Ombi outside of the box. Back to Maris on the corner of the box. Spun against the defender. Kept the possession. Backwards to Ombi. And Louisville will uh, go backwards here a little bit and continue this possession. Good stuff there from Gibson, though, I thought. And then good recovery as well to win the ball back. Yeah, really nice from Gibson. When he goes out wide, he doesn't have an option because Brian Nomi had dropped into the middle to support the middle a little bit. So really the only option Gibson had was to take it himself, and he did very well with it. Ray Serrano trying to play it through to Perez, who made a run forward. It was well read by Juan Agadello, the center forward, who played a little bit deep there. He's playing actually on a left side attacking midfield position, looks like tonight, Agadello, and Birmingham takes over. They got the ball with Cronulay now, the right center back. Colin Smith, the right fullback on the near side in the defensive half. Turns against Ownby, dribbles infield. Ownby giving chase right behind him. He gets the ball away to Fanuel Cavita, the captain on the far sideline. Cavita forward on the far side to Agadello. Now Alves back to Cavita once again. Two teams that have been very organized defensively so far tonight. A kind of a similar style game. When Louisville's had possessions, been along the back line a lot. When Birmingham's had possessions, been along their back line a lot. And finally, Louisville able to come up with a little pressure, forcing Alves to go long towards Nico Brett, who came out on the second, first half, and then a foul against Juan Agadello as he tried to win the second ball, headed down by Brett. Just pulled down Manny Perez, who went to the ground. It's a foul, and a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in the defensive half. Just a few yards shy of midfield, taken on the ground by Tosh to Perez, playing it through for Powell's. Powell's against Cavita. He gets on the end of it. He's on the right side of the box, though. Martin Powell's holding it up, plays it wide right to Serrano. Serrano lofted cross in towards Ownby, tried to hit it out of the air, knocked away from him by Smith. It'll fall to Prosper Kasim. Kasim circling in towards his box, plays it on the ground through to Asiadu, and here comes Asiadu, head full of steam across midfield, dribbling forward, tried to play it through to Nico Brett, just too hot for Brett, the Jamaican, to handle, and Sharpie cleans it up all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper. I want to go back to Martin Powell's there. Again, another great through ball, and he 
gets on the end of it, and instead of trying to force it himself, he holds it up and waits for support from his team and then lays it off to Ray Serrano. Unfortunately, they couldn't connect on the cross there. But again, great work from Martin Powell's. Here comes Loose City. McCabe, though, with just, just played the pass too short for Manny Perez, who had plenty of space on the far sideline. But McCabe just didn't get hit the pass the way he wanted, and Birmingham was able to recover and intercept. They're trying to come forward with Enzo Martinez into the center circle looking for Corcoran, the 17-year-old. He's, though, beaten to the ball by a Louisville City player, and here comes Lou City. Ownby charging down the near sideline in the attacking half. Now going in towards the box. He'll try to get to the end line on his left foot. His cross in, headed behind by Cronulay, and it's going to be a Louisville Wi-Fi corner kick. Oh, boy, oh, boy, does Brian Ownby look healthy tonight, Casey. I thought he was vibrant in that first half, and he's vibrant once again here dribbling with the ball at his feet about 40 yards down the near sideline, and he wins the corner. Well, it's a great little move by him because what he does is he slows up his run ever so slightly to kind of bait Smith into him and then immediately changes his pace, and that's what allows the separation between him and Smith, and he does really well to get in line and get that service off. Very nicely done from Brian Ombi. Wi-Fi corner from the near side, the Louisville City left. It'll be McCabe to hit it, an in-swinger off of his right foot. Raises his arm into the air. Here's the corner. Driven in towards the six-yard box and caught by Van Okel. No one making a challenge on that ball in purple either. Van Okel with a clean catch running off of his line. Thought about jump-starting the attack for Birmingham. Instead, he holds it up, now rolls it to the left side to Gabriel Alves. Birmingham will have the ball along their back line here. I think a smart play by Van Okel to hold it up because if he plays that too quickly, he had several purple shirts already dropping back, and it was a very dangerous area to turn the ball over into. A good corner kick, though, but no one making that run on the goalkeeper. Matthew Corcoran in the center circle draws a foul, plays it quickly to Agadello, back to Corcoran. Now it's Agadello once again, a little triangle in the midfield. Corcoran and Asiadu. Now it's Asiadu to the left of the center circle. Powell's, though, wins the ball back. Stuck out his long leg and won it. Powell's back to Ombi. Now forward to Powell's, holding the ball up on the far sideline. A Seadu on his back hip. Still Powell's trying to play physically, and it's out for a Birmingham throw on the far side, the left. Once again, though, Martin Powell's does well. Just stuck out his long leg and intercepted the ball off of the Birmingham player but then couldn't really hold it up. He had two red shirts on him, though. Well, yeah, I mean, he blocks off the first defender, and it forces the second defender to have to collapse in on help it there. I think it's, again, really well done from Powell's. He did the best with what he could. He tried to release Ombi, who was making the run, just couldn't get control of the ball the way he needed to. Seven minutes gone in the second half. Louisville in front one to nothing. Long ball from Van Okel, the Birmingham goalkeeper, headed by Amadou Dia back into the Louisville box where Oliver Zimla brings it down with his hand and just touches it down to his feet as he walks the ball forward with the ball at his feet, circling in towards the penalty spot. And now he'll finally pick it up as Enzo Martinez had walked in with a little bit of pressure. Zimla thought about punting it away. Instead, he'll roll it to the right side to Sean Tosh at the top of the box. Tosh charges forward with Martinez chasing him. He'll turn and roll it across the field to Sharpie. Sharpie dribbles around. Nico Brett does well. Sharpie continues forward on the ground forward to Ombi at the right of the center circle in the attacking half. Well done there by the Louisville back line, particularly Sharpie to play the final ball to break through the pressure. It's Ombi back to Sharpie now to the left side in the attacking half by a few yards is Dia. Ball on the ground through looking for the run of Maris. Can he get there? No. Van Okel will beat him to it. The goalkeeper falls on the ball just toward the right side of the Birmingham box. The movement offensively is so much better. Brian Ombi dropping off the back line into a pocket of space to help spark that attack. Then you have Dylan Maris making a run in behind after another player checks in. It's just so much better offensively, and that's what's allowed Lucity to be able to break down the defensive shape of Birmingham. 
you've been critical the last couple of weeks of the stagnation offensively yes. for Louisville City. A lot of standing around. This is much better. This Bri- is what they needed to do. I think it's Brian Olney. Yes. He's been so creative, cutting in and out, making runs inside, dropping deep. He's been all over the place. Well, and what that does, it opens up space for Manny Perez to get in behind or the outside back to get in behind because when that outside forward checks back into the space, it's going to pull a defender with him, opening up the space in behind. So it's exactly what they've been needing to do. So Brian Obi really get, changing the game for them. Birmingham with a throw. They're trying to work the ball on the near side. They're right, and they turn it over, but Maris gives it right back. Nico Brett intercepts. Corcoran in the middle is Agadello. Agadello with Manny Perez on his back. He dribbles right through him. Wide left it goes. Alves driven and cross towards Brett and stabbed behind by Sean Tosh. Really hit ball there from Alves. Drove the ball with his left foot and Sean Tosh reacted quickly, reacted well, went to the ground, knocked it behind. It's a Birmingham corner from the far side there left. Yeah, Sean Tosh just positioning himself perfectly there to make sure that when he does slide in to win it, it's not going to end up in the back of the net or it's not going to be a handball. Very smart with his challenge there. Birmingham, though, really quick on the attack. Louisville City has to make sure that they're staying tight in their defensive shape. It's going to be Matthew Corcoran, the 17-year-old who played previously with North Texas in League One. His corner comes in. It's headed on towards goal, and it's in by Agadello. A diving header from Juan Agadello on a well-played corner from Corcoran, and Birmingham has tied the game in the 55th minute. Ten minutes into the second half, Juan Agudelo, the former U.S. national, scores for the fourth time this year, and we are level at one apiece. 55 minutes into the game. I mean, honestly, it's a beautiful goal. It's a great corner kick. Agudelo makes a little bit of a back movement to separate himself from the defender and then attacks that header head-on. A nice diving header. Really nothing Zimla could do on that whatsoever. A beautiful, beautiful goal. Mentioned Juan Agudelo. Plenty of time with the U.S. men's national team over the years with 28 caps. Scored three times for the red, white, and blue as a U.S. international. He scores here in his second season in Birmingham to tie the game in this second half. Louisville City had much of the control of the opening minutes of the second half, but Birmingham well done there to win the corner. And a terrifically taken corner by Corcoran and a well-done header. As you mentioned, Casey, no one really around him defensively. And Louisville concedes and gives up their lead as well. And from the kick, they give the ball away. As Smith intercepts, he will play it out off of Ownby for a Birmingham throw on the near side. Their right, and Tom Sane, the veteran head coach in his fourth season in Birmingham, bounces the ball to Colin Smith, their right back to take this throw. Goes in from Smith to Kasim, back to Smith. He wins another throw off of Ownby once again, almost in the same position here. Smith to take the throw once again. He's going to run down a bit, jog down a bit the near sideline, throw it into the attacking half where it's headed by Dia. Forward to Ownby, trying to play it forward to Powell's, but it's cut out by Cronulay. Loose ball picked up by Agadello, the goal scorer in the attacking half. Running forward with a head full of steam. He's got Alves ahead of him on the left side as he drifts toward that left side. Plays it back to a Siadu, now middle of the field, Corcoran. Just outside of the center circle. Corcoran turns, plays a long ball to the near sideline, Kasim. Docks down, Dia, no foul call. Prosper Kasim picks it up. Here's his cross with his left foot to the back post to Agadello, and his header bounces wide with a foul. Wouldn't have countered had it been in anyway. Foul goes against Agadello for leaping over the back of two Louisville City players, Manny Perez and Sean Tosh, both down on the ground. And it's going to be a fifth third free kick to Louisville City, but Niall McCabe has been booked. 
for arguing with the referee. So a world of beer yellow card to Niall McCabe, who was arguing vehemently with the referee. So a couple of events here. It's going to be a fifth-third free kick, though, to Louisville City in their box. When you know he had to say something pretty strong to be able to get a yellow card in that situation. Glad to see Sean Tosh on his feet there. Uh, a rough challenge on Agudelo. Comes in behind and completely shoves Tosh. And smart play as well. Once you feel that contact as a defender, it's you got to go down because you're going to get the foul every single time. So Agudelo just has to go up without his hands in the back of the defender. And if he does that cleanly, he's going he's not going to get called for a foul. But City has to begin to get some possession going, has to begin to move the ball forward so they can get Birmingham out of their rhythm. Birmingham, a team with one loss in their last five games. Three of those five have been victories. Fifth third free kick sent long by Zimla, and they're looking to come on the road tonight to Lynn Family Stadium and defeat Louisville City. It would be their fifth league defeat. Here's Ombi stepping around Smith into the box. Brian Ombi on the left side puts it in towards the penalty spot. Maris, a phenomenal save. Powell's Serrano, he's offside. Serrano was offside when he put it in. Martin Powells had the header, a loose ball. Serrano came from offside position to tap it in at the back post. But that was a sensational save from Matt Van Oakle, the Birmingham goalkeeper, on that initial ball in to Dylan Maris from Brian Ombi. Yeah, I mean, it was an incredible save. How he was able to get to that, I have no idea. That's one I would like to see again, though, because it looked like there was a couple Birmingham players on the goal line. So Ray Serrano must have been, like, out of bounds coming back to get the ball. But it was it was a difficult to see, but really, really good movement there. Great run from Brian Ombi to make that cross inside to find Maris doing that trailing run. Really good buildup. Free kick from Birmingham with the midfield. They draw another foul on the far side, just a couple of yards past the midfield stripe. It'll be another free kick to Birmingham. Agadello takes it backward to Cavita along the back line. We're in the 59th, now in the 60th minutes. Louisville in front, one to nothing over the Birmingham. I beg your pardon, it's one to one. I forgot about the goal that happened a moment ago. One to one is the score between Louisville City and the Birmingham Legion here in the second half. Sharpie brings the ball down after a long ball from Birmingham. He clips it forward to Ownby. Ownby, it's over his head though. Smith heads it forward to Kasim. Back to Smith trying to dribble around Ownby, and Ownby wins the throw for his team. Well done there by Brian Ownby, who's been full of energy tonight. It's out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the left in the attacking half by five yards. It's been a fun little battle there between Colin Smith and Brian Ownby. Both of those really battling hard. We need to see if we can get Powell's a little bit more involved. He's been so good today, so see if we can find his feet to hold up to play off of. Throw goes into Powell's. He tries to clip it inside left to Ownby, cut out by Birmingham. Loose ball picked up by Asiadu. He's charging forward with plenty of space to run into. Asiadu into the attacking half, playing into the left side, Agadello. Just had to check back for it, though, Agadello, and the break is off now for Birmingham. It's along the back line now with Kavita to Cronule, the right center back. Cronule center circle, Kokorin, first time ball looking for Kasim on the near sideline. Intercepted by Dia. Pops up in the air, brought down by Ownby. Ownby, middle of the field. It's past Gibson. Tosh wins a sliding challenge. Forward to Maris, trying to link up with Serrano. Serrano couldn't get it. And Birmingham takes over once again. 30 minutes to go in the game. One to one hour score. A winner on the line tonight over the next half hour. Louisville City having lost their last two games coming into tonight's game. This game has really opened up, and I think we talked off air a little bit how both teams looking like they don't want to make a mistake going forward. And now, since both teams have broken the seal of the goal, it seems like that weight has lifted, and they're 
more willing to take risks going forward, and that's led to a little bit more of an open game. 50-50 possession right now. Lucity with six shots, Birmingham with five, each team with two shots on target, and each team with a goal. Cronje lay a ball forward from Birmingham after they knock the ball around their back line. It's intercepted by Lucity. Ombi brings it down. Ombi does it so well. Look at Ombi continue on into the attacking half. 35 yards from goal. Flips it through to Powell's. It was deflected, and it'll bounce into the arms of Van Oakle, the goalkeeper. We talked about Brian Ombi being the game changer that he is, and that's exactly what he's doing so far in this game, picking the ball up on that right side, making a cross-field run, and then trying to slip it through. Unfortunately, they got the deflection there, but Brian Ombi's energy has just been so contagious offensively. Matthew Krikorin is down hurt for Birmingham here, so for the third time tonight, Birmingham will play it out for a throw intentionally to allow the injured player to get some treatment here. Matthew Corcoran, 17 years old, out of Dallas, Texas, and his third year as a pro, his first in Birmingham. Actually, I beg your pardon, his second in Birmingham. He played previously with North Texas SC. You may remember that's the team that produced Jonathan Gomez before he came here to Louisville City. So Corcoran out of the vaunted FC Dallas Academy, 17 years old, turned 17 in February. This is his 17th appearance of the season, and he had the assists on the Birmingham goal, played in a terrific corner to Juan Agadello. He's the player down hurt right now, receiving treatment from the Birmingham athletic trainer. He's been very good today, too. Not only just with the assist, but the way he's interrupted play, the way he's been distributing the ball, definitely does not play like he's 17 years old. He has a lot of confidence out there, and he's in a very critical role, playing kind of a defensive mid position. So he's been very, very good for Birmingham. McCorin back to his feet. Louisville, as we saw in the first half, all 11 players, including Zimla, I think, came to the near sideline, like a little timeout huddle, where they got some water and also got some coaching instructions from Danny Cruz, the Louisville City head coach. We heard him pregame Danny Cruz talking about how there just haven't been very many smiles around the organization, the, the team, over the last few weeks because of the performances they've had. Trying to put a smile on not only his team's face tonight, but good crowd of around 9,000 fans, I would suspect. For we, we have not yet had the official attendance given. It's going to be a throw here coming up for Birmingham, or for Louisville City, I should say, on the far side the left. Finally, the players have resumed their playing positions. They're just walking out of that huddle, taking quite a long time. It's been a, about a two- or three-minute break here. Louisville Sportsman Light gives the throw and throws it past the inline. It's going to go out for a Birmingham goal kick here on Kerkorin back onto the field. So he appears to be okay. And we are back to 11 on 11. Birmingham's goal kick, it'll come from the right side of the six-yard box. Cronule, the center back, has been taking them all night. Bowls it to Van Okel and now Corcoran dropping deep. Louisville City trying to press up and win the ball here in the attacking final third. Colin Smith trying to dribble around Brian Obi. That good battle continues. And Smith, a heavy ball, trying to just play it forward to himself. It's out for a Louisville throw. They take it quickly. Dia into Ownby. Ownby clips in across high into the air as a collision came in from Smith. Ownby wants a foul as the ball goes into the crowd. It's out for a Birmingham goal kick. And no foul given. Yeah, booing they here. got some argument there for that one because uh, Smith doesn't even make a play on the ball, and he's got to be careful. He's already got a yellow card. Brian Nomi does well to get the cross off, and then Smith comes in late with the challenge. There's a little bit of a tough challenge there, so I think the, the fans definitely have the right to argue about that one. Ball goes long and forward, headed out by Gibson for Louisville City. It's going to be a Birmingham throw on the near side, the Birmingham right about... 15 yards from midfield. This game has had a slow pace all game, but it's really slowed down over the last five or six minutes right now. Louisville, as we've mentioned, playing their fifth game in 15 days. Birmingham, though, they've had a full week since their last game. That was a victory over Tampa Bay 
last weekend. Throw comes in from Smith to Kasim. Now back to Smith and fur- further backward it goes to Cronulay. Plays a diagonal into the center circle brought down by Asiadu. Chests it down and hits it a mile into the air. Bounces on the turf one time as Brett tries to hold it up against Sharpie. He wins the header, but it falls to Dia who heads it into the center circle. A header from Serrano brought down by Maris. Back to Serrano. No, it's Pals who steps in trying to link up with Serrano and those two couldn't connect. Loose ball picked up by Birmingham. Cronulay ball forward on the ground looking for Brett. Cut out by Sharpie. And he just touches it away from the run of Brett where Tosh retrieves it. He plays it on the ground forward to Sharp, uh, big, big pardon, Perez. Inside right it goes to Gibson in, in the Louisville defensive half, just to the right of the center circle. Gibson plays it back wide right to Tosh who crosses into the attacking half. Forward on the far sideline is Perez. On the ground further forward to McCabe on the far sideline. Dribbles in field here, Niall McCabe. Drops it off back to Tosh, 10 yards into the attacking half. Returns it to McCabe on the inside right. Looking ahead, plays it on the ground ahead to Mara's middle of the field. Backward middle of the field is Ombi, still in the attacking half. Turns, plays it wide left to Dia on the near sideline. Dia stepping on the ball. In infield it goes to Mara's. 25 yards from goal. McCabe 25 yards away. Ownby back to McCabe. He's going to have a hit and a save by Van Ockel. Decent hit there from Niall McCabe from about 25 yards away. Took a couple of bounces. Van Ockel made a dive to his right, made the stop. But I love the movement and all the interchange. I mean, you have Brian Omi coming all the way back, checking in. You've got Dylan Maris making your run outside. Tyler Gibson coming and making the run out on the wing. All this movement and interchange is what opened up that shot at the top of the box. This battle on the right side between Smith and Omi continues. And we've got a foul here and a world of beer yellow card shown to Brian Ombi for a foul on Colin Smith. So it's going to give Birmingham a free kick here in their defensive half on the right side, a few yards infield from the near sideline, about 15 yards from midfield. We're going to have a slew of substitutions here as well. Tellefson, Lancaster, two of the players coming on for Louisville City. And those are the only two switches for Lucid. It's going to be Powell's coming off and McCabe coming off. So Lancaster into the center forward position and Rasmus Tellison into the midfield, placing Niall McCabe and Martin Powell's. McCabe on his 200th appearance in the USL for Lucid, getting a hand as he comes off the field. We have a substitution here for Birmingham as Smith comes off at the right fullback position. He'll be replaced by Jake Roof. All three of those substitutions, two for Louisville, one for Birmingham, brought to you by Fortna. They come in the 68th minute, one-to-one hour score between these two. And I will just say it was an excellent, excellent night, I think, for Martin Powell. We talked about how he needed to step up, and I definitely think he did. The next step for him, I think, is finding the back of the net because he's done very well in the field. And I also think Niall McCabe had a great evening as well. Really big leader out there in the field for them for his 200th appearance. I think it was a very good one. And... I think Lancaster's got a big role, but definitely who you want coming in there after scoring that goal on this pitch, on this half of the field about a week ago, hoping to recreate that magic. Ball went out from the left side for Birmingham. It's a Louisville City goal kick. They're trying to work the ball through the middle. Tosh played it forward toward Lancaster, cut out by Birmingham. Exchange of possession here as Louisville recovers the ball in the defensive half. Gibson wins it. Plays it back to Tosh, forward on the inside right of Serrano with time and space to turn and run into. Here's Serrano in the attacking half. He's got Perez to his right. He'll play it to him on the overlap. Perez gets to it on the inline, crossed in towards Lancaster. Ownby with the touch, and he just couldn't get it on target. It goes behind. It's going to be a goal kick to Birmingham. Good runs there from Serrano and Perez, and a good ball, good weighted pass from Serrano through to Manny Perez, who got on the end of it in the box. 
tried to cut it across the face of goal. It was just behind Lancaster, and Ownby couldn't catch it cleanly. Well, what I love about that is where Ray Serrano played that ball. So Manny Perez made the run on the outside, and so many times we've tried to force the ball through the same seam that the runner is going through. That's not what you're supposed to do. The ball goes through one seam, the player goes through the other, and that's exactly what we saw there. Ray Serrano playing the ball on the inside of the defender, which allowed Manny Perez's run to be able to seamlessly run into it and meet the ball. So a very, very smart pass from Ray Serrano. Goal kick this time sent long by Van Okel into the Louisville defensive half over the head of Kasim. It'll bounce to Dia, who heads it to Gibson, return to him. Dia sends it long down the near sideline. Lancaster giving chase. It'll be brought down by Cronule, the right center back for Birmingham. He goes back to Van Okel. Lancaster charging in. Van Okel just has to get the pass off to Cronule and does. On the near sideline, Cronule up a long ball into the middle of the field to Asiadu, trying to turn against Maris. Does really well. Maris with a tug of the shirt, and the referee blows the whistle, spotting that one smartly, and it's going to be a foul against Dylan Maris. And a free kick to Birmingham in their defensive half, about eight yards shy of midfield, just to the left of the center circle. Yeah, and Maris, that's a professional foul there, so trying to slow the play up. Not sure necessarily why, because a lot of the team has already dropped back and in, so maybe just be patient and continue to force him into where your pressure is instead of trying to get that yellow card. It is a yellow card presented by World of Beer to Dylan Maris for that professional foul, just stopping the run there of Birmingham. We're in the 70th minute. 20 minutes to go plus stoppage time in a one-to-one game. Very even game between these two. All game long it has been. Ball back in play from Birmingham. Asiadu turns through a crowd of purple jerseys. Falls to Martinez. And a foul will go against Louisville City once again as Kasim was tripped up before the ball fell to Martinez. So this free kick for Birmingham on the inside right about 35 yards from goal. Be an opportunity for Birmingham to work a set piece here, Casey. Yeah, not really a, a shot on goal, but maybe looking for a nice service towards that back post, seeing if they can get a look on target here. They did score off a set piece with the corner kick, so looking to see if they can get another look on target. Two players standing over it. It's Corcoran and Kasim. Corcoran, a right-footed player. Kasim, a left-footed player here for Birmingham. With six players in red standing at the top of the Louisville City box to chase this down. It's going to be Corcoran, clips it in the air towards Cronule, headed away by Tosh. It'll fall to Roof. Roof heads it wide left to Asiadu. He'll leave it there on the far sideline for Alves. Alves forward to Asiadu on the far side. He's going to try and cross it in with his right foot. Here it comes. Driven into the near post. Knocked away immediately by Sean Tosh. Hit right at Tosh's feet. He just popped it out for a throw to Birmingham on the far side. There left with 19 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Throw comes in from Alves to Fanuel Cavita, the captain, into the center circle. It goes to Corcoran to the right side. Now Roof, the right fullback, who just checked in. Roof a ball forward. Well read, intercepted by Tellefson to Ownby. Ownby, though, had the ball knocked off his feet. Sharpie, though, keeps the possession alive for loose City. A loose ball falls to Maris. Plays it wide right to Manny Perez, who has time and space to run into. Here's Perez into the attacking half, down that far sideline. Nico Brett step for step with him a few yards away. Perez checks it inside right to Maris. Now backward into the center circle. It goes to West Sharpie of loose City. Wide left now from Sharpie to Amadou Dia in the attacking half. Inside left, it goes to Ownby. Ownby, 35 yards from goal. Middle of the field, 50 yards from goal is Gibson. Turns and plays it back to Ownby inside left. Ownby turns wide left, plays it there to Tellefson. Tellefson dribbling in field. Plays it into the center circle to Tosh, who has plenty of time and space. Tosh on the ground to the right side is Manny Perez on the far sideline. Back to Tosh as Louisville has all 10 field players across into the attacking half here. Into the center circle it goes to Sharpie. Sharpie, ball on the ground, middle of the field, Maris. Maris through to Lancaster. Lancaster top of the box. Back to Serrano. Serrano's hit. It's well wide, but it is a foul. 
No, it is not. It's just going to be a goal kick here. I thought the referee was pointing for a foul. Instead, he was pointing for a goal kick to Birmingham. Lou City wanted a foul, but none given there. Well, I think because Ray Serrano got the shot off, we technically got advantage on that. So if Ray Serrano maybe weren't able to get the shot off, it might not. It might have been called a foul, but I don't know if the ref was really looking for a foul in that situation. But regardless, it's a it's good movement, still a good opportunity, and a nice look from Serrano. He just doesn't get around on the ball the way he needs to to get that on target. 73rd minute, one to one is our score. Birmingham went long once again, and Louisville recovered it. Sharpie to the near side to Ownby in the attacking half. Game right there for somebody to go win it right now, it feels like, and it feels like Louisville City, the team more likely to score in the next few minutes. Into the center circle goes to Sharpie, hits it into the air to the left side, looking for Dia. Battle in the air between Dia and Roof. Roof wins the header, but then pops his clearance high up into the air. It'll be brought down by Cronule. He heads it down, and Louisville will take over once again with Gibson. Plays it back to Sharpie. A couple of awkward clearances from Birmingham. Sharpie, center circle, it goes to Tosh. Into the attacking half on the ground, wide right to Manny Perez. Perez with Agadello near him. Dribbles in against Agadello. Still Perez goes. Still Manny Perez. Gets toward the end line. His cross is blocked by Agadello. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side of the right. It's nicely done from Perez. There wasn't really a whole lot he could do. Agudela does well to track back there and apply the pressure to Manny Perez. And Perez didn't really have much support with regards to maybe playing it back. But good work from him to be able to earn the throw in and see if they can reset here. Throw comes in the final third near the corner flag for Lou City. It's going to be Manny Perez to take it. Aiming for the box. Throws it in towards Lancaster who tried to bring it down with Kavita on his back. And that actually was Kavita that touched it past the in line. So it's going to be a vi fi corner for Lou City from the far side, the right. We're in now the 75th minute. One to one, our score. It's going to be Dylan Maris to take the corner. Good hold up there from Cameron Lancaster, forcing Kavita to have to come over top of him in order to get the ball. And that's only, the only way it could go is out of bounds for a corner kick. Maris will hit it with his right foot here. He scored in the first half with his left. He's going to put this corner into the box. No short option. Dylan Maris, the Wi-Fi corner, driven in towards the near post, knocked down and cleared away by Kasim. Louisville fans wanting a handball, none called. It's going to be retrieved by Gibson in the middle of the field. The attack's still on. Wide right to Serrano. He's going to put a ball in the box, driven in towards the top of it. Corcoran got his clearance wrong. Picked up by uh, Ownby on the left side of the box. He's drifting backward. Now turns infield, clips it over the top. Good run from Maris. It's just over his head. Maris leaping high into the air. Couldn't catch it. And it's over his head and bounces behind for a goal kick to Birmingham. We're in the 75th minute. Time for you, Louisville City fans, to head to Twitter to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. It'll be open for the next 10 minutes. You can vote now at twitter.com slash City. I love that run from Dylan Maris. So it's a it's a late run. So he's starting his run kind of back away from the back line and comes in behind. A lot of times those players are able to come through unmarked because players don't track him. And the ball was just slightly above him. But I love the run from Dylan Maris. Goal kick sent long by Van Okel. Tosh won the header in the air, headed it forward. Lancaster trying to chase it down. And a foul called against Lancaster for clipping Gabriel Alves from behind. So free kick to... Birmingham, they take it quickly with Kavita into the middle of the field. Cronule just outside of the box, really a yard past the D in the defensive half here for Birmingham. He stands on the ball, finally walking forward as Lancaster. So Cronule goes back to Van Ogle. Lancaster now runs forward. Van Ogle hits it long. Out of pressure into the attacking half where Dia is the only player to win the header. Forward it goes to Gibson. A collision between Gibson and Roof and a foul against Birmingham. And the referee is going to book Roof here. World of Beer yellow card shown to Birmingham's Jake Roof, the 27-year-old from Alabama, making his 12th appearance this season in his 
fourth year as a pro. He's played his entire career with the Birmingham Legion. So a world of year yellow card to Ruth and a fifth-third free kick to Lou City on the left side in their defensive half about four yards shy of the midfield strike. No question about that being yellow card. He completely comes in recklessly on Tyler Gibson, and Tyler Gibson is going up and exposed. So the right call from the referee, fortunate that Tyler Gibson was completely okay because it was a bit of a rough challenge there. But absolutely the right call and definitely a yellow card. Fifth-third free kick stood over by... West Sharpie, it's the third booking of the night to Birmingham. We've had three for Louisville as well. So six World of Beer yellow cards shown in this game by tonight's referee, Abdu Injai. Fifth third free kick taken backward by Sharpie, and Louisville will knock it, along, knock it along the back line. It's the right center back, Tosh. Into the center circle goes to Rasmus Tellefsen, who's dropped deep. Tellefsen playing in his more natural position in midfield. He's been a winger the last couple of weeks. Over to, uh, over to Dia, rather. Clips it down the near sideline towards Lancaster. It's picked up on the loose ball by Maris, and the attack's still on for loose City. Maris backward on the left side. Tellefsen drifting in field. Tellefsen swings it into the center circle. Tosh in the attacking half of it. Wide right it goes, switching fields. Tosh to Perez. Forward to Serrano outside of the box. Serrano dancing on the ball, spinning on the ball. Still with it, Serrano. Drifting away from goal now. Drops it off backward to Gibson on the right side. Forward it goes wide right to Ownby. Dribbling infield here, Brian Ownby. Outside of the foot to Perez. Good combination. Back to Ownby. Still Ownby it goes. Corcoran did well. Defensively cleared it away from Ownby. Picked up by Sharpie, middle of the field. Dia now, 20 yards past the midfield stripe. Forward to Ombi on the inside left. Leaves it for Dia once again and continues his run into the box. It's Lancaster on his left foot. is shot, and it's a comfortable save for Van Okel. Just a difficult position to try and hit it for Lancaster on his less preferred left. Made contact, but it was spinning on the ground and right into the hands of Van Okel. But this is so much better offensively for Louisville City. They're more fluid within their positions, and because there's so much interchange between them, it's allowing them to be able to play that little short passes that they like to play because the players are filling in, their players are moving off the ball, they're going into different positions. It's making it really hard for Birmingham to mark them. So that's how they're being able to get these shots. Louisville certainly with more possession of the last 10 or 15 minutes and more control of the game. But the ball right now with Birmingham with 11 minutes to go plus stoppage time. One-to-one our score. Asiadu sends a diagonal into the middle of the field towards Enzo Martinez. He couldn't bring it down. Tellefsen had a touch. It's knocked off of his feet and picked up by Gibson. Back to Dia. Now he clears it out of pressure to Sean Tosh on the right side. They're in the defensive half. Coming forward, Louisville City. Forward to Serrano. Into the attacking half now on the far sideline. Serrano walking with the ball. Clips it over the top for Lancaster. He clips it off of his chest. Brings it down. Lancaster wide right. In the attacking half on the overlap to Serrano. Perez was around as well. It's intercepted, though, by Asiadu, who clears it away. Header from Gibson to keep it alive for Loose City. Brought down by Lancaster to Serrano. A back heel looking for the run of Manny Perez. Intercepted once again by Asiadu. This time he plays it on the ground to the far side, the left to Agadello. Manny Perez goes down to the ground with a challenge, and it's out off of Perez for a Birmingham throw. And we will go to the bench here. Both teams set to make substitutions for Louisville City. It's going to be Paolo Del Piccolo to come into the game. And he replaces Louisville's goal scorer tonight, Dylan Maris, who put in a strong shift in the midfield, I think. And then two substitutions for Birmingham as well. They're going to bring on Moses Mensa and also Diba Nwekbo. Two players, Mensa, a Ghanaian, and Nwekbo, a Nigerian youth international. They're going to come in for Kasim and also Alves. So I would imagine Minso will line up at left back and Wegbo will line up in the attacking midfield, replacing Prosper Kasim. All three of those substitutions brought to you by Fortna coming in the 80th minute in a one-to-one game. What I think some 
something to note. This is Birmingham's final substitution window. So from here on out, they will not have any substitutes left. Blue City still has one window left with two subs. So something to think about as we get into these final few moments of the match. That's the 80-minute mark. And it's going to be a throw to Birmingham on the far side after those substitutions. And Moses Mensah will line up at left back, and he'll take the throw. So Nuegbo, number seven, in the attacking end of things for Birmingham, and Mensah, a left back here. He takes the throw into the attacking half for Birmingham, headed by Gibson towards Serrano, couldn't control it. Out for another Birmingham throw further forward near the midfield stripe, and Mensah will once again take it. Everybody just shifting forward here. Feels like there's still a goal left in this game, though, Casey. What do you think? I completely agree. The way the energy level has been, the way Louisville City has been pushing forward so well, been a lot more creative in the final third than they have been in a very long time. you got to imagine it's coming for them. But just because Louisville City's doing well doesn't mean that Birmingham is completely out of this one. It just takes one moment. They've got so many dynamic players up top that they can score at any second. Birmingham wins the ball back. They clip it over the top. Cronulay looking for Nwekbo, and he can't bring it down. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side there left in the defensive half for Louisville City. Referee pushing it a little bit further backward here. Amadou Dio is trying to charge forward and take the throw and throw it down the near sideline. So the referee pushes him backward, and Dio will have the throw here. So far in this game, Louisville City with 10 shots. They've doubled up Birmingham in that category. Birmingham with just five. Four of the 10 shots for Louisville City have been on target, including the goal for Maris. So three saves tonight from Matt Van Oakle, including one that was spectacular about 10 minutes ago. Throw comes in from Diaz, one back by Birmingham, and here they come with maybe a chance. Enzo Martinez, middle of the field, through to Nico Brett, cuts it onto his left foot. Gibson, though, recovers and knocks it off of his toes, Brett, and into the hands of Simla, the goalkeeper, for Louisville City, who punts it high into the air, in toward the center circle, headed by Serrano to Ownby in the attacking half. Back to Serrano, neat stuff from Ownby. Serrano's pass, though, blocked by Birmingham, and it's picked up a loose ball by Enzo Martinez. Here comes Birmingham in the attacking half. Nuegbo with it on the right side, dribbling forward, defended by Dia. He'll step on the ball and play it back to Corcoran on the inside right. Middle of the field, Asiadu. Wide right it goes to Jake Roof, the right fullback, playing 15 yards into the attacking half. Inside right, Corcoran. Ball on the ground forward to Brett, trying to link up the Nuegbo. Intercepted by Dia. Plays into the middle, Serrano, he gives it away. Brett on the ball, Asiadu there as well. Cut out by Gibson. Great job by Tyler Gibson, recovery defensively. Loose ball picked up, though, by Nuegbo. Tax still on for Birmingham. Drives in across toward the penalty spot. Clipped up high into the air by Sharpie. Falls to a CDU. He hits it out of the air. Didn't make much contact. And it is an easy save for Oliver Zemlu, who had it well read the whole way. Took a couple of steps to his right and bent over to pick up the ball. Tyler Gibson, though, for Louisville City has just been really, really good. And he's one of those players you don't notice a whole lot, except for when he's making these spectacular plays. He positions himself beautifully, so that way he's able to step in and make these recovery runs. He's also the player that when any play, when any of the player on the back line makes a run going forward, he drops in and fills the role seamlessly. He's been very good tonight. Louisville in the attack now with Manny Perez, who's been sensational tonight. Dribbles in the middle of the field. He's 35 yards from goal. Plays it wide left to Lancaster, who's dropped a little bit deep on the near sideline. Dribbles in field, Cameron Lancaster, 40 yards away. Tries to play it through to Ombi, who made a good run in front of him, but it's intercepted by Birmingham. Brett drops it off back to Nuegbo. Further backward to Roof. Louisville trying to press forward and win the ball back. It's along the back line now with Cronulay in the D of the Birmingham box. Wide left it goes to Cavita, the left center back. 
Serrano comes up. Kavita hits it with his right foot into the attacking half. Sharpie wins the header. Has it forward to Tellefson. Flips it backward toward Gibson. Gibson trying to keep it alive, but Brett intercepts. Brett throws down Gibson. Fans want a foul. Brett goes for the chip from 55 yards, and that's easily read by Oliver Zimla. Brett tried to chip him from the center circle there, but didn't really hit it, and Zimla might have had it covered anyway. Yeah, I don't think that that was ever going to be threatening. Zimla did very well to backpedal, get back on his line, and get set, so he was able to pick that one up cleanly. Bit ambitious there from Nico Brett. Just over five minutes to go plus stoppage time. Five and a half minutes to go to be more specific in this game. One's one is our score. Feels like there's a winner yet in it, though, for one side or the other. It's been back and forth even stuff. Louisville has been better than Birmingham in the second half. But Birmingham, the team that has scored in the second half. It's Serrano on the far sideline in the attacking half. Inside right, it goes to Tellison. Tellison charging forward. He's got Lancaster in front of him. Plays it to him in the box on the right side. Lancaster turns, hits it into the middle. It's intercepted by Birmingham. Knocked down. Agadello with it now. Wide left it goes to Mensa. He plays it back to Agadello on the inside left on the ground. He's coming forward. Agadello checked by Paolo Del Piccolo. Ball forward to Martinez. Back to Agadello who steps around Del Piccolo. Still Agadello. Wide left now to Mensa. And Birmingham has settled things down for the moment. Mensa back in the air to the back line. Cronule at the top of the box. Ownby coming up to pressure. Cronule pops it down to the air to Roof. He brings it down under pressure from Dia. Has to go all the way back to the goalkeeper Van Okel. Lancaster running after Van Okel. He sends it long. Into the attacking half. Over everyone's head but Nwegbo onto it. Good ball. Terrific ball. Here's Nwegbo. Right side of the box for Birmingham. Puts in a cross to Enzo Martinez who is open. He has a chance and he puts it wide. Enzo Martinez was wide open. No one had picked him up in the midfield for Louisville City. Had it on his right foot. Had the goal waiting for him. Zimla was on the goal line. Drove his right foot through it. Martinez and just couldn't put it on target. It's a goal kick to Lou City. We're going to have a substitution here for Lou City as well. It's going to be Elijah Winder to come on in place of Brian Ombi. So Ombi, who's battled injury the last couple of months, plays 86 minutes tonight. And boy, oh boy, was he terrific. He doesn't want to come off. He's kind of waving off, it looks like. Well, I think they were trying to wait to see if Wes Sharpie was okay to see if they needed to make a change there defensively or if he's going to be able to continue on because this is their final substitution window. And so they're trying to see if they can hold that up to either pair it with another sub or see what they need to do. And I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to hold the sub to see if they need to make another change, maybe trying to get Carlos Mogel in there. Yeah, look at that, though. Ombi literally just waved Danny Cruz off and said, no, I'm good. I want to stay in this game. They had announced the substitution on the PA system. Lance McGarvey had said it. The referee had held up the board with the numbers on it, but the the sub isn't made because Ombi just stood on the sideline taking a drink of water and waved off Danny Cruz, who ultimately obliged and told Elijah Winder to step back. Ball sent long by Louisville City. It's out for a Birmingham throw. I can't say I've ever seen that before in a soccer game, Casey. I mean, I can't either, but if Brian Ombi's sitting there saying he's okay and he's playing as well as he is, why not allow him to do it? That's a great move from Paulo Del Piccolo. It is. He wins the ball in a promising position, plays it through to Lancaster. Cavita, though, recovers and knocks it behind. It's going to be a Wi-Fi corner, though, for Louisville City from the near side to the left. And Paulo Del Piccolo with the hustle there to win the ball. Just stepped around a Birmingham player who didn't really know Del Piccolo was near him. And Louisville able to win a... Wi-Fi corner kick from it. It'll come from the near side of the Louisville left. Well, what I love is he was so patient about it. Instead of trying to dive in and win it, he waited for the player to kind of ease off of it, and then he was able to run around and intercept it. It's a very smart play. Three minutes to go in a 1-1 game. Serrano stands over the corner. It'll be an in-swing off his right foot. Here it comes high into the air to the back post. Manny Perez is there. He'll let it bounce, and he won't control it. It bounces behind for a goal kick to Birmingham. Looked like Del Piccolo and Perez just got their wires crossed a little bit. They kind of look at each other after it. Perez thought, I thought you were going for it. 
So people have said, I thought you were going for it, and it's out for a Birmingham goal kick. And in that situation, that's Manny Perez's ball because over the head of Del Piccolo, and so he doesn't need to go for it. Manny Perez needs to be the one attacking onto it because it's already past Del Piccolo. It's going to be too hard for him to get on it, so Perez has to take the ball there and has to go for that. Two minutes to go plus stoppage time. Van Ockel sends the ball long, headed by Tellefson to Lancaster. He brings it down to the right of the left, rather, of the center circle. Does really well. Plays it to Perez, forward to Ombi. Outside of the box on the right side. Inside it now just by yard. Circles around, plays it to Del Piccolo inside right, 30 yards from goal, backward to Gibson. Blue City knocking on the door right now, trying to find a winning goal late in this game. Wide right to Perez, thought about a cross, now plays it backward to Ombi on the ground, and a, a short pass. Ombi, though, recovers with a sliding challenge. Loose ball, can Perez get there? It's tackled behind, and it's going to be a Vi-Fi corner. Last touch by Juan Agadello. Ryan Ombi's been, oh my goodness, he's been something to watch tonight. And that time, the pass was paid, played short to him by Manny Perez. But Ombi's hustle wins it back for Lucidi to get another corner from it. Yeah, they do really well to earn the ball back. I don't know why Manny Perez hesitated on the cross, but they get the corner kick here regardless. Here it comes in to Ombi, and his header is high, well high, and ultimately well wide in the end. Serrano's outswinging corner towards Brian Ombi, who is standing inside the penalty spot. Won the header, but just couldn't direct it towards the goal, and ultimately it flashes well wide by about 20 yards and it's a goal kick to Birmingham. It's just unfortunate with timing there when when Ombi's jumping to get it he's still rising as he meets that ball and that's why the ball's always going to be flying over the goal. He needed to almost jump a little bit sooner so then he could get down on the ball and head it on to target. And Oakland sends it long. 30 seconds to go plus stoppage time. Louisville the more likely team to score right now but that doesn't mean Birmingham couldn't pop up and find themselves in a promising position. They knock the goal kick down. Here's Martinez, 30 yards from goal. Forward to Nico Brett. Turns on his right foot, thought about a shot. Three purple jerseys around. They take it away. Tellefson forward to Lancaster, trying to hold it up. Lancaster still does well. Drifting all the way into the defensive half. Loose ball picked up by Brett, though. Brett on his right foot. Wide open. Takes a curling effort. It's deflected, and it's wide. It's going to be a Birmingham corner kick from the near side, the right. Back and forth stuff. Lancaster with a heavy test trying to hold it up. It fell to Brett, who was unmarked, unpicked up by a Louisville defender, and his shot was deflected. We've moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of four minutes to this game. It'll be a corner for Birmingham from the near side, the rights. We talked about how quick Birmingham can break, and we saw that right there through Nico Brett. Just took two touches and had a go with it. Fortunate deflection there for West Sharpie that it went out of bounds and not in the back of the net because you never know when people are shooting from that distance where it's going to deflect to, but Louisville City's got to do some defensive work here. Pushing and shoving going on in the six-yard box between Dia and Mensa. Oliver Zimla clapping his hands together aggressively as if to encourage his team. It's going to be Corcoran to take the corner from the near side of the right and outswinger off, his, off of his right foot. The 17-year-old, he had the assist on the first goal from a corner. Here it comes, driven in towards the near post. It's loose, falls to... No one in particular, and, and finally it's behind by Sharpie. Ball went to the ground, and it looked like Nwegbo was there, couldn't control it, and then Sharpie just played it safe, put it behind for another corner to Birmingham. This time it'll come from the far side there left. Yeah, extremely fortunate there because that was a good service across, and it just was bouncing really weird, and you never know what's going to happen when the ball is bouncing inside that six-yard box. West Sharpie able to kind of deflect it away again for a corner kick, but this is the side that Birmingham scored off of. McCorin's corner once again towards Nwegbo. It bounces loose and it's in! It's deflected in! And Birmingham has taken a lead in stoppage time over Louisville City. Cronulay claims the goal 
Zimla, out of frustration, punts it a mile into the stands, into the final row on the near sideline, and Louisville looks like they might go down in defeat at home for a fifth time this regular season as Cronulay got something on that corner and put it in the back of the net. Birmingham scores from corners twice in the second half, and in stoppage time, with about two and a half minutes to go of the minimum four, Birmingham has taken a two-to-one lead over Louisville City. Talked about how dangerous those bouncing balls inside the box can be, and it just takes some sort of deflection. I don't think Oliver Zimla even saw that. That's not really the cleanest goal as compared to their first goal, but a goal's a goal no matter what, and really just disappointing because of how well Louisville City's been playing and how well they've been getting forward and how creative they've been in the final third. We haven't seen this from them in several games, so for the result to end up this way is just really, really unfortunate. If it was Cronulay that scored, it was his third goal of the season. And Birmingham has come from behind here to take a 2-1 lead. From the kickoff, Dia thought he was fouled. Nuegbo knocked it off his feet, but Dia recovers to win it. Trying to play it through to Serrano, intercepted by Agadello. Ball through from Agadello to Brett. And Birmingham looking to put the nail on the coffin here in stoppage time. do wide left it goes to Mensa. They're in the attacking half, and Birmingham might just knock the ball around here and try and kill some time. Agadello inside left to do drifting into the defensive half. Corcoran just hits it high over the top. No one making a run. It bounces in the arms of Zimley, rolls it forward to Tosh. And Louisville City with just over a minute to go to try and save a couple of points here. Tosh over the top towards Lancaster. Flicks on his header. Ombi chasing it. It'll fall, though, to Martinez, who clears it wide. Actually, that's Roof. Clears it wide for a Louisville throw. On the near side, the Louisville left in the attacking half. Really in the final third. It'll be Amadou D, and they're going to line up a long throw here, I think. Referee blew his whistle for a moment. I think encouraging Louisville to move along, interestingly. It's going to be a long throw, though. Everybody in around the box except for Zimlu who stands in the center circle. Here's the throw in from Dia towards Tosh, headed out by Birmingham, falls to a Seadu, he heads it further out and it's going to be retrieved by Manny Perez. About 20 seconds to go in the minimum four minutes of stoppage time, but we've had a goal in stoppage time, so we might get a couple of extra minutes. Dia, uh, Gibson rather, a long diagonal, and he just mishit the pass, no one over there, and it's out for a Birmingham throw on the near side, their right, in their defensive final third, and Juan Agadello down on his back. And That's going to get some booze from the crowd. It is going to get some booze from the da- crowd. They feel like there's some time wasting going on. Asidu comes over and stretches Agadello's leg out. So he's playing like he's cramping, which he might well be. But you can understand the frustration from the fans seeing their team trailing in stoppage time. Desperately trying to forge a comeback late on here. And this is going to kill off several seconds. Which we are now about 30 seconds past the four-minute mark in stoppage time. Birmingham in front, two to nothing. Or two to one. I've got my scores wrong all kinds of times tonight. <laughs> two to one is the score. They're, they lead it regardless. Referee blows his whistle. Roof takes the throw down the near sideline, headed by Ombi into Serrano. And here's Louisville City with really their last opportunity, I would think. Tosh in the center circle. Clips it away to Sharpie under pressure. Sharpie to the left of the center circle. Looking to line up a ball. He plays it wide right to Perez, who brings it down on the far sideline. Manny Perez with it. Serrano making a run in front of him. Perez dribbles infield, plays it infield to Gibson, back to Tosh. Tosh, wide right it goes to Serrano. Serrano looking to cross, his cross blocked up high into the air, headed away by Nwegbo. That header goes to the far sideline where it'll bounce in front of Sean Tosh. Tosh will just clip it forward. 
towards Del Piccolo, who gets a piece of it. Cleared away by Corcoran of Birmingham. His clearance all the way into Louisville defensive half, where Zimla, well out of his penalty area, will retrieve it. Zimla touches forward. We've played a minute and a half past the four. Zimla, a long ball down the middle towards Lancaster. He heads it to Perez inside right, 30 yards from goal. Wide right to Serrano, outside of the box. Serrano's cross, a decent one towards Lancaster. Flips on a header over the head of Ownby, and it goes behind going to be a goal kick. That was the chance for Louisville City to tie it. Lancaster just redirected his header toward goal. Ownby was there, leapt up for the ball, couldn't find it, just inches over his head, and it bounces behind for a goal kick. And just really unfortunate there, a nice ball in, and like you said, Lancaster does well to get the contact. It's just a little bit too high for Brian Ownby, and what a moment that would have been if Brian Ownby would have been able to put that one away. you got to imagine this is the last kick of the game here. Yeah, we've gone two minutes past the minimum four. Referee looks at his watch as Van Ockel stands over the goal kick. He's going to send it long. Referee looks at his watch again. Here's the goal kick sent into the Birmingham attacking half. Dia wins the header. Referee puts the whistle in his mouth and blows this game dead. Birmingham comes from behind with two goals in the second half, both from corner kicks. The second, the winning goal coming in stoppage time. And Louisville City loses at home in the regular season for a fifth time already this year. What a game, and what a difficult time it is for Louisville City right now, late in the month of July. We will step aside. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game show to come. A third straight loss for Louisville City. They fall 2-1, to one, the final score in favor of the Birmingham Legion tonight. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN 680 and 105.7. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. 
At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety Post-Match Show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This post-game presented to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Tonight's final score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office, Birmingham Legion 2, Louisville City 1. Louisville City loses a third straight game in the USL Championship. It is the first three-game league losing streak for Louisville City since the final three games of the inaugural season of 2015. And it's already the fifth time this season that Lou City has lost at home in regular season league play. And if you count the two international friendlies, a seventh home loss for Lou City this season. I'm Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield alongside. Our thanks to you for joining us on this postgame show. And Casey, this is a hard one for me to try and analyze or digest because in some ways... Louisville City looks more full of life, more dynamic, more energetic offensively than they have in the last two months. But they concede two goals, each from a corner kick in the second half, including a 93rd-minute winner that Alex Cronule scores for Birmingham, and they lose. So in some ways, it feels like this has been a little bit of a step forward for Louisville City compared to the performances we've seen, but it goes down as another loss... I don't know what to make of it. What do you make of it? It sucks. I mean, I think it just straight up sucks. Because if you look at it just from ignore the score, ignore the goals, everything like that, if you look at it from a performance standpoint, it's one of the best games that Louisville City has played, especially offensively, in a while. Yes, they didn't get the goals that maybe they needed to, but the creativity was there. The movement, oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this movement for so long. The interchange between the players, the fluidity up top, how seamlessly they were able to play those one and two touch passes to get in behind to create these chances. It was so good offensively, and I think that's almost what you have to look at. Is it, It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt in the players' minds because they're, they're just going to see the loss. That's all that's going to be reflecting right now is this is the third loss in a row. But you got to kind of put that aside. And this is where Danny Cruz and the staff and, and maybe the leaders on the team, the experienced players on the team, need to step in and be like, no, look at what we did. Let's analyze this from a, per, from a performance perspective and look at how much better we were, how much more we were able to create. Yes, the goals were – the first goal was amazing. It was an amazing diving header. I don't know how he was able to get open. We weren't able to really see much of a replay or anything on it. But it was a great goal. The second goal just kind of bouncing around an unfortunate deflection. So just two mistakes on set pieces, something that is so basic, things we don't normally do. So kind of push that aside. But overall, I mean, it was good. It was good from them, and that's why it hurts. But the point you make defensively about uh, defending those corner kicks, there were about three or four corners 
late in the game where Birmingham put the ball into the box and it wasn't cleared initially, right? It right. Got, got to the ground. The, there was a corner literally a moment, the, just a moment before the corner that resulted in the second goal where it went to the back post and nobody cleared it away for Louisville City until after it had hit the ground a couple of times. There were some cracks is what I'm saying defensively yes. in that, especially the way they defended corner kicks late on in the game. Um, but positively, the reason that I think that this was such a bright performance offensively for Louisville City is because Brian Ownby played a full 90 minutes for the first time in a long time for Louisville City. Waved off a substitution with five <laughs> minutes to go in a said move that no. I've yeah in a move that I've never <laughs> seen before. But literally said, "No, Danny Cruz, I'm not coming out of this not game." Not leaving. <laughs> he was he was immense tonight for Louisville City. His ability to cut inside, the fluidity of his movement. He was here. He was there. He was on the right. He was on the left. He was down the middle. He dropped deep. He went high. He was all over the place. And that's been the anecdote that Louisville City needed offensively in a lot of ways because to the point that you've made several times on air over the last month. The Louisville City attack was stagnant. A lot of standing around. A lot of waiting for the ball to come to me. And Brian Ombi, that's not what his game is. And he put his full game on display tonight. I think that's why it's an encouraging offensive performance despite the loss. Well, and with him, we saw him grow in this game. Starting out, he was really complacent with staying on his far side. He was going heels to the touchline. They were standing a lot at the very beginning. And then it's almost as if he flipped into another gear. And he started making those runs. He was coming back and getting it, cutting inside a bit more. And that's when we started to see the shift in the offense for Louisville City. When he began to be like, I'm, I'm not just waiting out on this wing for the ball to come to me. I'm not waiting for here. That's not how I play. And when he began to come inside and get the ball, and he began to be the creator on the ball it opened up space for players to run into the space that he left when he checks in that pulls a defender that opens up space for Manny Perez it opens up space for Dylan Maris that opens up space for Niall McCabe those midfielders to make the runs in behind and then it just grew in the second half it continued to grow and the other players began to catch on you began to see Ray Serrano making those runs in checking back and getting the ball you saw Cameron Lancaster come in pushing out wide to get the ball normally we would see him just in the middle of the field you could almost draw a circle about where he would stay but so many other players began to do that, and that's what then opened up this creative offense. Yes, they weren't able to score, but they were able to g generate so much more going forward. By virtue of this loss tonight, Louisville City drops a place in the standings. Birmingham leapfrogs them from 6th to 5th. Louisville drops to 6th in the Eastern Conference. They are tied on points, Birmingham and Louisville City. But Birmingham with a better goal differential, which gives them... A slight advantage over Lou City in the standings. And hot on the heels of Lou City, by the way, is FC Tulsa, who sits one point behind them. They've won five straight games, FC Tulsa. So Louisville's position becoming a little bit more perilous as this season and this difficult stretch that they're on on this summer continues. Lou City seven points clear of Indy in terms of the playoff hunt. Detroit holds the final playoff spot in the East with 23 points. Indy one point out of the playoffs with 22. That's seven points back of Louisville City. And those two teams, Louisville City will face each other, and, and the Indy 11 will face each other next week here at Lynn Family Stadium. And that is the Fill the Fam game. Over 10,000 tickets sold as of yesterday. So lucity.com slash tickets, 502 Lucity, if you want to be a part of that atmosphere. Well, and can I say something about that, too? Yes, they might not be playing well, and people might be like, oh, no, I'm not going to go watch them play. They're boring to watch. Fans make a difference. 
the fans make a huge difference. And so especially when you're down on your luck, when things haven't been going your way, knowing that you have the fans back there supporting for you, cheering for you, showing up for you means a lot to the players on the field, and it makes a huge difference. So, yes, the streak hasn't been great for them. Things haven't been going their way, but that's where the fans can help make a difference. They can become that 12th player. So buy your tickets, come to the game, and help get this team out of the slump. Final statistics from tonight's game. Louisville with 12 shots, 10 for Birmingham. Four shots on target for Lou City, five for the Birmingham Legion. Lou City with 52% possession. They won seven corners, did Louisville City, five for the Birmingham Legion. The foul total, 19 fouls called, 11 called against Louisville City. And over the course of the game, we had six World of Beer yellow cards, three for each team. More to talk about on a difficult night for Louisville City fans to swallow. Their third straight loss, the first three-game league losing streak for Lou City in eight years since 2015. We will continue to dissect it and discuss it on the other side of the break. This is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. Birmingham wins it at Lynn Family Stadium 2-1 over Louisville City FC. Hi, if you were 16 years of age or older and drive a car, I'd like you to listen closely to this commercial. Notice anything unusual? Anything out of the ordinary? Well, if you're a smart motorist, and I believe that you are, you will have grasped that I'm going entirely too fast, much, much too fast. And you are no doubt asking yourself, why such a high rate of speed? Perhaps you even find this commercial annoying. But when you're behind the wheel, going too fast isn't just annoying. It's dangerous. Not just to you, but to everyone on the road. Not so fast, Kentucky. Please, obey the speed limit. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. Two to one, the final score tonight in favor of the Birmingham Legion in front of a crowd of 9,584 here at Lynn Family Stadium. Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award as voted on by you, the Louisville City fans. It went to Dylan Maris, who scored the goal tonight for Louisville City in the first half, his third goal of this season 
for the boys in purple, but it is a goal that goes down in vain as Lou City concedes twice from corner kicks in the second half to give the Birmingham Legion a come-from-behind 2-1 victory. Some much-needed time off, I would imagine, is forthcoming for Louisville City. This was the end of a very hectic and busy stretch. Their fifth game in 15 days, if you include the Atlante International Friendly, which happened last Saturday. And Louisville City will not be in action again until next weekend, here at home on July 29th against the Indy 11. We mentioned it's the Phil, the Fam game. Tickets available at 502 Lou City or lucity.com slash tickets. But Casey Whitfield, I would think Danny Cruz might give his players a day or two off to rest and recover. And then, like we've been saying in the first segment of this postgame show, there are a lot of positives to take from this performance tonight, despite it being a loss, despite it being the third straight loss, despite it being the fifth loss at home in the regular season this year. There are a lot of things that when they go back and watch the tape, Danny Cruz can point to and say, that person played well, that person played well. There were a lot of good performances all across the field. We talked about Martin Powell's a lot in the pregame. He had a great perform- his best, I think, tonight in a Louisville City jersey, holding the ball up generating opportunities for his teammates and he got on the end of a header as well putting a shot on goal uh, from the header a lot of guys all over the field had good performances even though it was a loss and to me a team that is lacking in confidence right now that is probably hurting seriously because of the losing streak that they're on because the standards are so high around here their emotions are down there's got to be i think a little bit of a build-up from the coaching staff this week to say hey look you guys, you lost, but you played well in certain stretches, certain moments we did well. You created opportunities for the first time, really, in a couple of months to score. There's got to be a, a sort of positive buildup ahead of this rivalry game coming up next week against Indy. 100%. I guarantee they will have tomorrow off and Monday off because that still gives you four days of practice before, which is plenty, especially at this point in the season. You're not really needing to get in shape you're not really needing to it's more of just tune up it's more of just keeping your body moving so i guarantee they'll have at least two days off potentially even three because they really need a physical and mental break and then i think the first day back before they even step foot on a field you pull the guys into the film room and you show them all the great things that they did tonight because there was so many great individual performance great combination plays great looks on target great recovery runs there was so many positives to take away from this and that's what they have to harp on is look at what you did look at what you were able to do look at how we how the movement made the difference look at how you worked together as a team Look at how we were able to combine. Look at how you made these recovery runs and focusing on the positives and kind of throwing aside the the score of this game, not even focusing on that because the players are going to do that enough. They're going to sit here. They're going to harp on that loss. They're going to harp on the performance, the, the losses that they've been carrying. And so you have to find all of the positives, and that's what you have to go with this week is just straight positivity, and that's what they need. So again, Louisville City next in action a week from tonight. That is the Phil the Fam game for the LIPAFC rivalry against the Indy 11. Should be a great crowd. Over 10,000 tickets already sold for that as of yesterday. So if you want to come be a part of one of the best atmospheres of the season and really up until this point this year, one of the best atmospheres in Louisville sports considering where UFL basketball was last year, get your tickets. LouCity.com slash tickets or 502 LouCity. Congratulations tonight. Niall McCabe is 200th USL Championship appearance for Lou City. He becomes the third member of that 200 appearance club with Sean Tosh and Paolo Del Piccolo. Mr. Lou City, Niall McCabe, one of the honorees tonight. And Racing Louisville, they're in action the next couple of weeks on the road in the Challenge Cup after winning 2 to nothing last night over 
the Chicago Red Stars. The next time you can see them here at home is August 19th against Angel City FC. That is their fill the fam game. Trying to get 10,000 fans in here for that game for the first time for Racing Louisville ever. Tickets available at RacingLouFC.com or 502 Lou City. And again, pay attention to social media. There will be a flash sale at some point over the next couple of weeks for Racing Louisville where you can get a bunch of tickets for five bucks or so. So pay attention to the Racing Louisville social media accounts for that. Casey, a final thought on tonight's game or final thought on Racing Louisville? Maybe a final thought on Savannah DeMello playing last night in the World Cup? Give me something positive to head off to on, on the night where Louisville City goes down 2-1 to one to Birmingham for their third straight loss. Well, I think just the offensive performance for both teams, both Racing Louisville and both Louisville City is something to be celebrated this weekend. Yes, the, the result didn't go for Louisville City, but what they were able to do with their movement off the ball is some of the best that we've seen in a long time. And then for racing, just the sheer passion that they have when they play out there, the energy that they're able to put, they're so fun to watch. And I think both teams are beginning to trend in the right direction. So that'll do it for us tonight. Don't forget Soccer City as well coming up on Thursday, every Thursday night at 6 o'clock on these same stations, ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Myself, Benton Newman, hosting that show where we talk all things racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, as well as soccer in general as it pertains to Louisville, Kentucky. Thursday night, 6 o'clock for that. Our next broadcast of Louisville City Soccer next Saturday for that Fill the Fam game. 7.45 is when our pregame coverage will begin here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. This has been the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap. Again, Birmingham comes from behind tonight to defeat Louisville City by a final score of 2-1, to one, the first three-game losing streak for Louisville City since the inaugural year of 2015. For Casey Whitfield, for Spencer Brown, back in our ESPN Louisville studios, I'm Jeff Milby. Hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast despite the loss. We will talk to you next time. Thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey.
41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. 